Introducing the Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua JR 50th. One of the highest rated cigars in the industry is now available in a special rounded torpedo size. Celebrate our 50th anniversary in style with this iconic limited edition smoke, only available at JRCigars.com. Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. Help me. Ah, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. We are on the air. This is Smoke Night Live, episode 299. That's a good number. Sitting here with my good friend Emmett Malone from Blind Man's Puff. Welcome back to the show, Emmett. Thank you. We have an expert panel tonight, Jordan. An expert panel. Because we are going to be doing all kinds of cool stuff on this show. This is going to be a fun show. The final show before episode 300. Next week... Is Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. So uh, let me just give you a quick little rundown of Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest next week. Uh, first of all, Monday, there's going to be some big news. Some big news Monday. Mm-hmm. Can't say what it is, but there's going to be some big news Monday. <sighs> then comes Wednesday. We'll be taping Flavor Odyssey here in Dojo Studios with Robbie and Randy both in studio. That's going to be incredible. We'll get to Robbie in a minute. Um, that'll be a wild card episode. And if you're getting into town early... If you're getting into town Wednesday on Wednesday um, for Rocky Mountain Scar Fest, you are welcome to come to the studio. Feel free to contact me. I'll give you the address. We'll be taping the show live here. That should be fun. It's sort of like a pre, 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 pre-party. Pre? Yeah, there's like so many pre-parties. Did I get all the pre's in there? I think that's enough. And then the next day, Thursday, that is Jordan uh, Docello. The big kahuna. Docella. Docella. It's Docella. It's Doge, the, it's, it's the big party. And we'll be having our 300th episode. There'll be a bunch of cigar personalities here in studio. Bradley Rubin, Juan Cancel, Tommy Lazuka, Mickey Pegg. I don't even know who else is going to be here. I'm not even sure. George Ramey, I think, might be here. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be now. There's going to be a cornhole tournament. Yeah. Uh, who was the champions last year? Who was was, uh, right here. That You're looking at them. Right there. Yeah. Me and Emmett was took a fluke, it down. Obviously. Hey, well, hey, hey, hey. You whoa. can never take away 2020 championship from us. But anyways, uh, that'll be on Thursday night. Uh, the Trinity. There it is. Look at this. Look at my new hat I just got tonight. Yeah. The Trinity um, Cigar Lounge, the Mobile Cigar Lounge, our good buddy Scott Brayband will be setting up out front, which is super cool. You guys are going to love checking that out. It's it's even nicer than our studio, Jordan. I hate to admit that. <laughs> it, it's yeah. nicer than our studio. It's very nice. But um, So Scott will be out front, and then we'll be out here in the back. There's going to be some catered food. There'll be some tamales, pork green chili, beer, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be incredible. We'll, we'll be partying from anywhere between like uh, 5 o'clock till about midnight. Till whenever. And then the next Question day... Is the Friday, and we're that's when we're doing the Flavor Odyssey beer tour. Two buses, two buses will pull up to Dojo Studios. Robbie will be on one of them. Randy will be on the other one. All the rest. Who of will you choose? Who will you choose? Will it be Robbie? Will it be Randy? I don't know. We'll hop on those buses. I know for a fact that Terrence Riley, Mickey Pegg, Tommy Lazuka, those guys are all going to be on the beer tour. It's going to be amazing. If you want to go on that beer tour, contact me. There's like uh, three or four seats open. Um, 
so we can accommodate you. We will drive to three different breweries, and when you get to the, you know, Colorado's, Colorado's pretty big deal for beer. A little it? bit, yeah. You know, we're pretty big deal. And so we'll go to three different breweries, hang out, have a good time, uh, come back here. Then everybody will have a little bit of a break, head up north to, uh, we're up, almost everybody, uh, dojo people are staying at the Aloft, um, There'll be a Drew Estate, which would have been a Drew Estate party. Now it's it's still kind of a Drew Estate party, um, but it's also going to be Rocky Patel, Nish, and Nimish will be there. Um, th- and then we'll we'll do that for a little while. We'll go back to the Aloft, and we'll have a dojo uh, after pre party. Dojo too. A pre a pre <laughs> after party. An after pre party. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to I say that. Um, so that'll be Friday night. So now we've we're, now that's we're, that's we're in our third day. Then the fourth day, obviously, that's Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest at yeah. the Omni, one of the greatest cigar events you'll ever go to. It's absolutely amazing. And then the, there's an after party again, yes. which is I think Terrence uh, Riley from Aganor's Leaf is doing something. I don't exactly know, but there is a pool party after that. Um, and then we, who knows, maybe we'll smoke some some more cigars at the Aloft. I would we, imagine. We, we did last time. Yeah, last time. Uh, so then that's the fourth day. You know, you wake up the next day, Sunday, it's all over. But it's going to be four days of intense fun. Sunday's all about recovery. Emmett, tell the folks real quick what you're going to be doing at Rocky Oh, Mountain. it's going to be amazing. So during the actual festival, Blind Man's Puff, the, we're, we have a booth. Uh, you're going to get a coupon in your swag bag, and you come by the booth, and you get an unbanded cigar, and you don't know what it is. It's got a number on it. You get to review it blind, just like we do on the site. Um, and you'll have a little QR code you scan to submit your review and a score, and then you'll find out what it is. It's going to be awesome. How many cigars uh, are you handing out? Uh, an insane amount. So, <laughs> <laughs> so last year we handed out about 1,000. Uh, I'm assuming we'll give out a few more this year, so we did about 1,100. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. And, uh, and so far those have all been uh, unbanded and rebanded by yours truly. Wow. So, uh, yeah. See? And, you, and you, you've licked every cigar. Yes, every single one. Every single cigar has a little bit of Emmett on yeah. it. Yeah, there was no glue on the bands. I had to. <laughs> uh, re- before we bring our guests on, let's say hi to our studio audience, Matt and Scott. Studio Hello. Audience. How are you boys doing? Gentlemen. You guys ready to go tonight? All right, guys. Let's bring our guests on. Uh, none other than uh, one of the two Fabulous host of Flavor Odyssey every Wednesday night on Cigar Dojo is our good friend, Robbie Raz. Robbie Raz, welcome Robbie. to Smoke Night Live, my friend. Hello, boys. Hello, we need to Robbie. Get, we need to get Emmett an intern. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Well, Zane's flying out Thursday, be, uh, but he's like kind of coming in as it's already going to be done. So, it's so, so Zane is your intern? Does he know that? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, knows Fair enough. he knows his role. He knows his role. <laughs> now, uh, our, our other guest is none other than uh, Bear Duplicia. Bear, welcome back to Smoke Night Live, my friend. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. It is a pleasure, as always, to, to never smoke alone and to smoke with you. Uh, hats off to a couple of things. One, uh, yes, pun intended. No, every, All of us are wearing a hat, as Emmett noted. Indeed. So greatness amongst <laughs> us. All of us have beards going. Also Ooh, very cool. Jordan's kind of on the fence here. Well, Robbie and I are the only ones with the cool backwards cap thing going, which is, you know, still awesome that we're rocking it when we're, you know, when we're pushing 40. I just got to say that we're really cool that we can do that. I'm I'm knee deep in the 40s, bud. I'm not pushing. Thank you. Dude, look, take the compliment, Rob. Okay. (laughs) Just let it happen. Just let it happen. 
And but I have to the biggest compliment so far, five minutes into the show, is that Emmett Malone said the word coupon correctly. It is coupon. It is not coupon. Thank you, Emmett. Who says coupon? What kind of <laughs> a lot of a lot of stupid so. people? Yeah, yeah. I know. I hate fine. that. You're right. I hate that too. Anyways, uh, thank you, Bear, for joining us. Um, I have a quick question. Yes, yes. If you say um, coupon, you're going to be in big trouble. No, I, <laughs> it's, it's in reference to the to the beard comment. Um, Eric has a beard. No. No, that would he's, be he's a, scruffy. Oh, I'm scruffy. I'm scruffy. Sure. I'm well, it's because like it's, it. I'm scruffy. it's it's white. That's I'm scruffy. Right. It's the yeah. mo- it's scruffy. the most beard I've seen on him, I believe. That's I, fair. Yeah, that that's an Eric beard. No, I I, I, can, I stand correct. I cannot. Well, I've seen I Eric cannot, with a bigger beard than that. Yeah. Like, when we went to Nicaragua that, yeah. that one year, you had a beard. I did. It was de- it was pretty good down here, but then like I looked there was no mustache. I looked like I was Amish. Yeah, so you looked. Yeah, it was. You gotta try every like. Every three years, just like, oh, maybe maybe there's different. been some changes. I don't know I, about. Let's see what I'm we pa- can do. I'm past my beard prime. Mix it up. I'm past my beard prime. Hey, guys, on this show, uh, if you're tuning in, thank you, first of all, for tuning in. Uh, secondly, this is going to be sort of a two-part show. We're going to be doing the cigar brand stock market, mm-hmm. and we've got a bunch of brands to cover. And so basically how this works is I bring up a cigar brand, and from our expert panel, we find out if you should buy, hold, or sell stock in that company based on their performance and how you feel about how they are right now, right in this, right in this sliver of time that we are in. Um, have they been making moves that would make you think that you should buy? Have they been uh, not, but you still feel like you should hold? Have they been faltering? Maybe you should sell stock, and uh, we'll be doing that. But plus... Um, during the show, we're going to be doing our first impressions. We do this every now and then. It's, it's turned out to be a really popular um, segment. People ask for it all the time. Uh, where we all of us are going to smoke a cigar we've never smoked before. And then at the end of the show, we will rate the our cigars between 1 and 100. Uh, so I'm going to go real quick uh, through the, the panel to find out what everybody's smoking. Um, and I'm going to start. I have the new uh, CAO... Flathead V21. This is a 6x60. This is the 6x60 version. It's a big boy. It's a big boy. It's not cheap. Um, it's about 13, between 13 and 14 bucks. It has a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. The binder is a Connecticut. Um, and the fillers are Nicaraguan and Dominican. Um, I'm, assu- I'm assuming the that binder is... A Connecticut, but what type of Connecticut? I, it's got to be like a. It could be. I mean, can you, I don't know. Can't really see what's in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing. You going V cut on that sucker? No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I, see, go. I see what you did Razor there, Jordan. Blade? I see what you did. V cut. That's on oh. V. Jordan, you are too good. I don't know. Uh, Emmett, what will you be smoking for the first time tonight? All right, I've got the uh, the Crown Heads uh, Le Petitier. Oh, this is the. And that is how you should say it. Yeah. It's so the the uh, PCA exclusive that they released uh, just a month or month or so ago. Uh, it's kind of like a follow up to the La Carême that they released a couple years ago. Um, Similar in that it's, I think it uses the same bin- uh, same wrapper. It's a Connecticut Broadleaf. Uh, it's uh, it only comes in one size. It's a Lonsdale uh, Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper, uh, Jalapa binder, and the fillers are. It's got some Costa Rican fillers, which is interesting. Mm. And Nicaragua uh, Ametepe and Pueblo Nuevo Do sells for ten fifty. Ten fifty. All right, so that's not that's not a, a no, bad. That's not price. crazy, and I love the size. Cigar, so. uh, Jordan. What will you be uh, smoking for the first time tonight mm. on first impressions? I grabbed the old, uh, not the old, the new Avo Synchro Carib, which Google tells me it is Carib and not Caribe, as I would assume. I would have mispronounced it. Yeah. Um, 
I had Eddie Guerra on my show. It's it's Caribe. At least that's how he told me. Oh, really? Oh, well, he would <laughs> okay, probably, so he'd probably know. Okay, so Google is wrong then. All right. I'm going to go with Caribe. This one is very nondescript. Uh, with all the synchro, they're always they're going after different regions. Uh, there's a couple of Nicaraguan ones. you got the South America one. Uh, this one is uh, Caribbean, obviously. you got a Dominican wrapper, Ecuadorian binder, Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. No varietals or anything like that. Just you do you. And this one's kind of interesting. Like the <laughs> I don't know what this means, but they say, the cigar's blended to showcase a process we're calling natural distribution, in which the proportions of the tobaccos on any given plant is perfectly matched in the blending process. Specifically, the ratios of tobaccos from each priming are matched in the blend in all the tolas, which I would just assume that's just how you make any cigar. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I remember reading that in the press release. I was like, hey, well, okay, all right. Um... That'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, Bear, what will you be smoking tonight? Um, I am smoking a cigar that I'm really, I'm actually really excited about, um, just because I think uh, he, in the past, he's kind of gone for more kind of bold, bolder flavors uh, or bolder tobaccos, at least in his blending process. But I am smoking the latest from Sebastian Decopet of Cavalier Geneva, the uh, B2 Jalapa Viso. And this is the Robusto Gordo. It retails for eight seventy five, so a very nice little price point. Yeah, uh, five by fifty four. Uh, so great, great name uh, in terms of Robusto Gordo. Not calling it a Robusto when it's not. So I'll be, I'll be that that snobby guy. Coop, Coop, uh, Coop will but, be glad uh, to hear that. <laughs> um, and uh, but a couple of uh, speaking of nondescript with Jordan's uh, last blend, uh, and I'm in, I'm anxious to really. Uh, see what you guys think. I've, I've smoked all the cigars so far that y'all are smoking, so I'm really excited to hear y'all's thoughts on it. Um, but uh, this is manufactured in Honduras, and uh, and the wrapper of, you guessed it, is Alapa Viso from Nicaragua. Um, and the binders and fillers are also both non uh, Nicaraguan but non-specified. So. All right. Very good. Uh, Robbie, what will you be smoking tonight for first impressions? Well, I have already started. I didn't Jeez. read the rules. Hey, come on. Oh, Jeez. I, I just... <laughs> Jeez. A little, little, little am premature. I, am I allowed to light up now, or are we waiting? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait till Rob well, is we're done. Supposed, so we're supposed rude. to wait, but I'm, like I said, I'm about, you know, about an inch into this thing, because that's just how I do it. I am smoking the Fiat Lux from our, our friend Ace Prime uh, and uh, Luciano, um, one of, uh, becoming one of my favorite people, uh, really, in this industry. Um, this one is, I don't think this has hit the market yet. So this is, and I guess this is a bit of a caveat. <clears throat> uh, this is, yeah, Team Robbie, never follow the rules. There you go, Chad. You know what's up. He's, Chad's going to be on the right bus. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <clears throat> is it a short bus? <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, this, uh, this is a, this was a sample from PCA. So, um, I wouldn't really review it, but. Uh, this gives us an idea of what we can expect on the flavor. Uh, Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, all Nicaraguan binders and fillers, comes out of Tabacalera Pachardo. And it looks like we've got four sizes. I'm smoking the Genius 5.5 by 52. Um, so far, so, and I'm pairing it since that's, you know, how I do things. I'm try not to spill anything while I do this. Team Robbie shows no mercy. Joe, Joe is becoming one of my favorites. Wow, uh, going with yeah. a little bit of uh, diplomatico there. Uh, um, <clears throat> and so far, so good, boys. But uh, like I said, I'm only about a half inch in, and you guys are going to be way behind me. So, All right, boys, let's cut I, and light I, I and win. get rocking. 
You can, yeah, Rob. If you want to finish uh, any any pricing or whatever on that while we cut mm. light, go go for pricing. it. Pricing. I didn't. I I didn't tell you the pricing. It uh, price points range from eight seventy five to ten seventy five. Um, we've got a, a five by fifty standard robusto. That's the intuition, the genius. When I'm smoking, I guess you could call it robusto extra. Uh, six by fifty six is the acumen, and the insight is. I like these names. Is uh, five and five eighths by forty six. That sounds like a really nice size. All uh, right. To show off that Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, which, as you guys may know, happens to be one of my favorite wrappers. All right, here we go. We're firing up. This is first impressions at the end of the show. We'll let you know what we think of these cigars. By the way, uh, we did a first impression show, Jordan, and the the EPC pledge. That's when I smoked it for the first time. That's right. I was there. Turned out to be our cigar of the year. I meant to mention that I, mine I, is also rolled at Tobacalera Pachardo, by the way. So, I feel like a total jerk. Like I didn't realize that lighting up was a total part of the part of the show. Like this was a segment. It's all right. Where it's we're right. All gonna, no, it's no worries. We're all going to light up because this part. It's you okay, know, Rob. Your your hat's backwards. It's fine. We're good. All right. I, yeah, I don't follow rules. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's etiquette. Robbie's but. a rebel. He's a rebel. All right. So here we go. We're going to get into the uh, cigar brand stock market. Jordan, that first graphic is the uh, sort of the intro to this. Cigar brand stock market is something we've been doing for a long, long time. Uh, several episodes of this, and it's always popular, and it's usually controversial. Sometimes stuff comes out that we didn't want to come out, but it uh, does anyways. <laughs> well, so, you didn't tell me you, ha- you put graphics in here. I don't, <laughs> you, I don't have that. Oh, you don't have that? All right. So I, I thought it was the very first one. But maybe it's is not. Is it in a specific folder? Yeah, the cigar brand stock market folder. But it's no? All right, so who cares? It doesn't matter. There's, the people that are listening on the podcast, anyways, they can't see it. They don't care. Makes doesn't no matter. difference. doesn't make any difference. All right, so what will happen is uh, I'm going to go around, and uh, I'll name a brand, and uh, I'll just pick guys to uh, start first, and we'll go around, talk a little bit about it. We've got a bunch of brands to cover. Some of these are going to be quick. Some of these maybe we'll have some, uh, some uh, in-depth discussion. And uh, some of them might be uh, a surprise. Some of them might not be. Jordan, the very first brand uh, that we will discuss tonight in the cigar brand stock market is. I see what you did. Okay, so there's the. Or, see, Jordan. That's... Yeah, it was in a completely different area. Uh, there it is. Non accessible to the producer. All right. So the very first uh, one, I'm going to start with uh, Robbie on this one. And then we'll go around to the panel. But, uh, Robbie, the first brand tonight that we will discuss, should you buy, hold, or sell of? Jordan, there we go. Now, these, this one I put together, Ace Prime and Crown Heads. I combined these, Robbie, since they've, they've sort of become so intertwined in our minds and, and such, and our souls. Uh, Robbie, should you buy, should you hold, or should you sell Ace Prime and Crown Heads, and why? Uh, it's like you guys are giving me a chance to redeem myself. When I joined the dojo, we did a show like this, and I, I, I'm 99% sure you asked me about crowned heads, and I said sell. And that uh, I mentioned this on uh, on our show the other day on Wednesday at Flavor Odyssey, which is why you should never take stock tips from me because I was completely and totally <laughs> wrong. Uh, this is a this is an easy buy. This is you're buying now and you're going long with uh, with these two companies, and it's. They've really developed a nice synergy, and I hate to use corporate buzzwords, but <laughs> it just feels like they, they are two companies that really want to do the same thing, and they're all pointed in the right direction. And when Luciano is becoming one of my favorite people, John's been one of my favorite people since 
since I started doing this uh, back in the day. And when you have uh, Miguel Chaudel uh, running your sales ship, you are definitely uh, cruising in the right direction. So this is a strong, strong buy. Buy deep, go long. So Robbie's hot on uh, Ace Prime Crown Heads. Emmett, uh, buy, hold, or sell. Totally agree. Buy, buy all the way. Um, yeah, if you'd asked me, you know, a year or two ago on either of those, I might have said hold. But ever since the, you know, the new partnership with them, they've just been sailing the right direction. Um, they've been, I feel like, you know, four out of ten of the most talked about cigars at the PCA show were theirs. Like, it's just they've been killing it lately with with new cigars. And this uh, Tobacco Lara Pachardo has been making some really solid stuff. Um, and, yeah, I think everyone's going in the right direction there. So buy for sure. All right, I kind of have a feeling how this one's going to go. Bear, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to vote for this one. Uh, I feel like I might be too close. Uh, I consider Miguel Chaudel to be one of my very good friends uh, personally, and I consider Luciano to be a very good friend. So I don't even know if I'm eligible to buy stock. I might have insider trader knowledge. That knows. <laughs> That's, I don't know if this is a you know is, this is even fair. Insider um, but, trading. Just don't tell the SEC. So yeah, I, I guess yeah, I guess I added myself publicly, but that's fine. Um, so uh, the SEC is coming at me, but no, I, I I'm going to actually make this a little even more interesting. I, I will I will go against our our illustrious host, and I will split them. Okay. And I will buy both of them individually, <laughs> and in fact. I'll even I would even double down as much as I'm much as I'm buying crown heads to every good point that's been m- mentioned so far. I would sell my crown head stock and double down in my ace prime stock mm-hmm. because uh, because what uh, Tabaculero Pichardo and Luciano are doing. And I don't think they're done yet. I think they're going to continue to blossom their incredible relationship with John and the folks at crown heads. I think that's only going places in a positive direction. But I think I think uh, there's also some other stuff on the horizon. Now, that is not insider trade knowledge. I have no nothing there, for example. <laughs> sure. Wink, but wink. but I will say I just uh I just think they're not done yet, and I think uh, they're 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 gonna do some amazing things. But uh, together, and apart, bye bye. Jordan, do you have any disagreement with our esteemed panel? No, I mean, just like Robbie said, like I think there was like a three, two or three years ago where we did this, and they were like maybe a hold, and then like the next year we were like, oh, sell, 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 and now in the last couple of years, it's clearly yeah. a buy. Isn't that amazing? I think uh, I really think there was a time when we th- we we thought, and we even said on this show. It was like it was like it was like a sell, and it, it's, there's something just about just like just just maintaining, man. Just keep grinding, keep grinding, mm-hmm. and good things will happen. And when you got guys like uh, John and Miguel and Luciano, like eventually they uh, they they really started coming around. It was before even last year, but man, in the last year or so, yeah. oh yeah, it's a solid buy for me. Um, I'm super excited about everything that Crown Heads and and Ace Prime has done. So uh, that's a unanimous one right off the top. Yeah. Unanimous. All right, let's go to our next one. I'm going to start with Emmett on this one. Our next brand, these are pretty much in alphabetical order until our last five. Mm. That's a clue. Um, <laughs> uh, Emmett, would you buy, hold, or sell Aganorsa Leaf? I always buy Aganorsa Leaf. Uh, ever since Terrence Riley came on, that that's just a straight arrow up for me. Like The the branding is on point now. Uh, I feel like the the whole brand itself is more cohesive. They're coming out with some really cool new limited stuff, which was kind of like what they were missing before, and now they have that kind of hard-to-find thing you want to seek out um, with the Rare Leaf and the Supreme Leaf. And, yeah, everything everything going the right direction there. Always buy for that. Uh, let's go right to Bear. Bear, what are, you th- what are your thoughts on uh, Aganorsa Leaf? So as, uns- as unsexy as this might sound, 
I, I feel like this still might be a hot take. Um, I'm going to hold. Uh, I, I don't necessarily disagree with anything that Emmett just said. I think Terrence, I, I think it's it's noted how what a great job Terrence Riley has done for the organization. But I think without question, um, there has been a huge, and this is, this is tragic, uh, you know, our, the death of Arsenio Ramos has left a huge gap in that company. There is something missing right now from the cigars. Um, there, there've, there've been some inconsistencies on quality. There've been some things like that, that I've had in my personal experience and experience of other people that I trust and trust their palates and everything as well. Um, that not to say I had the rare leaf for the first time this past weekend and that, that was incredible. Yeah. So, um, I, I think there's a little, I think they're trying to get their bearings back. And so for that matter, I would, I'll, I'll hold on my, in my previous investment in Aganor's leaf, um, because I think it's a good one. I think they're going to bounce back because they've got some, they've got unquestionably solid roots and their leaf is their strength had to fit that in. <laughs> so, uh, I will hold, uh, as, as, as much as that, uh, may not be a hot take. It's might be a hot take. I'm not sure. All right, that's uh, that's fair enough, uh, Robbie. What are your thoughts on uh, on Aganor's leaf? I think I probably fall somewhere in between Bear and uh, and uh, God, who went first? Emmett. Emmett. My name Emmett. is Thank Emmett. You. We've met Sorry. before, Randy. Emmett. Have we have we met, Randy? Thank yeah. you. That's well done. Um, I deserve that. Uh, I, I'm probably somewhere in between, right? It's the everything in the company I think is going in the right direction, um, but. I, I don't really have any any I don't have any trepidations. And plus and the other the other thing on top of that is the companies that they're supplying tobacco to are making fantastic cigars. So those companies' stock is going up. Yeah. So it's it's oh, oh, actually no, I'm a buy. I'm a total buy. I talked myself back <laughs> in buy. I, there you go. Well you said you were in between and I was a whole yeah, thing. I mean, yeah, I'm in between. If I, we're rounding I think up. I'm probably and you know, I already own plenty of it. And, you know, the stock's been going up and the more I buy, it raises my my median stock value that, I, you know, that I've invested. So uh, we get into a weird area there. But, uh, yeah, definitely hold by um, not selling at all. And I, I see, uh, you know, good things in the future um, on the Aganorsa leaf production side, but also on the side of I mean, they're, they're they provide so much tobacco out in this industry where it's it's one of those companies that I think they it's. They have such a high floor, that um, and, and such a high ceiling too. It's it's like a good prospect in baseball. You want high floor, high ceiling. Um, yeah, I'm buying. Jordan, uh, buy. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I have to disagree with Bear a little bit because I think the tendency is whenever something like that happens to instantly think that you notice the change. Like when when Drew Estate mm-hmm. sold. Guys, the next year we're like, oh yeah, the Liga quality went down. It's like, well, even that, if it actually happened that day, if you went into the structure, <laughs> that that day, same day. How did the time? That, that wouldn't even make sense. I mean, I, for me, I, I mean, that's obviously you know, you, that's subjective. But I haven't noticed anything like that. I like that um, that uh, you you know, Terrence kind of he wanted, you could tell he wanted to just overhaul the whole brand day one, but. You know, he just did. He's just focusing on like one brand at a time, and each year we're getting these little, these little gems. Oh, now that brand's upgraded. Now, that, and they have enough brands to, to satisfy every palate. But now we're just getting them each upgraded to the new, uh, you know, a new portfolio that all cohesively works together. Yeah, I agree. I I don't. I've heard the guys say, you know, that they think that there's some sort of drop off, and some of those guys are friends of mine. I think they're they're nuts. I still don't understand what they're talking about. Um, so I 
disagree heartily with with that. It's a it's a firm buy for me. Um, everything, I mean, everything. The, I love the branding. I love the way that they market. They've found a way to become uh, more integrated into the communities. Like it's just a it's a solid solid buy for me. All right, uh, Bear, we're gonna start with you on this very next one. The next company that we'll talk about, Bear, is Ashton. Wow. Uh, okay. So, uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, I, so, look, I think, I think I'm not going to beat this dead horse too much anymore, but, I mean, let's put to bed the fact that they had a pretty abysmal booth at the trade show. I mean, it was a shell of its former glory and former self. And you can criticize the, 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 the overall booth in general at the trade show in another, in another discussion. But to the point about Ashton, um, this is, this has been, this has been a sell for me for a couple of years now. Um, because it, it just doesn't seem like the brand is doing anything in this, in the form of movement. Now you could argue that, well, why aren't you holding bear? Well, I'm not holding because I don't see them projecting up. I don't see there any movement in the future. So that, that means I'm going to sell what I've got. I mean, the stock is incredibly valuable because of all their years, all their years and what they have accomplished. I don't think that's, I don't think that's necessarily even a dig, but I just don't see the brand doing anything on, in terms of innovation. Yeah. They released a new cigar under the La Roma de Cuba brand this year. But I mean, other than that, that's been their first release since, you know, symmetry, which despite the cigar aficionado accolades, nobody really smokes or talks about. Mm. So, um, I mean, I'm a VSG guy. I love that cigar to this day. I mean, you talk about model consistency. That cigar is fucking phenomenal. But, but you're talking about the future, right? I'm talking about the future. And they, I mean, they, they're not active on social media. They're not, you know, active on, you know, in the communities really. I mean, they have one of the most storied brands and I just don't see them doing anything in the future. And so for that matter, I got to sell, but I'm making a f- <laughs> Oh, we lost his. I think he was about to swear. He, he, he must <laughs> He's been bleeped by the network. He must, he must have pushed his own. He must have pushed his own bleep button. Uh, Robbie, He's back now. Well, Robbie, what are your thoughts on Ashton? Uh, you know, I'm 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 on I'm in lockstep with Bear. They remind me. I I I tend to do comparisons to the beer industry because that's I, I I've worked in the beer industry for a while, and um, they remind me of a a bigger brand in the beer industry that did well in the late nineties and the early two thousands. And they're just kind of riding on the fumes mm, of that. Right. Right. And, and bear, bear said, there's no innovation. It's like, they're, they're like that big, that big, uh, brewery that just now released a hazy IPA when hazy IPA <laughs> has been, you know, the right. hottest seller for the last four years. So now granted it's a larger machine, so they can't pivot worth a damn, but, um, and someone, I think it was Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff said they're they're great cigars, but they're invisible in the marketplace. That's a really good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's not uh, there's not a lot of presence on social media. And when you look at and and I know that's the world that we live in. Right? You look at I mean Fuente has even embraced it. And when when a, a brand as big as that has started to embrace social media and doing shows and has you know Jose Blanco and and everybody out in front of uh, of a crowd. Um, maybe that's something you should be looking into. I think I'm probably somewhere between, I'm definitely between a sell and a hold. Uh, but like Bear said, it, we bought in early 
we were early adopters of this brand, right? And uh, yeah. so we we bought in for ten dollars a share, and we're selling at you know three fifty a share. Uh, so we're we're feeling pretty good about that. But maybe you put the right person in charge of your marketing, and all of a sudden it's it's a turnaround. Mm. I don't know. I think I think there's there's a strong enough base there where there could be success. But if you're if you're pinning me down between buy, sell, and hold, I'm probably selling. Emmett, your thoughts? Yeah, the, those two guys totally nailed it. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the sell also for this for pretty much the same reasons. Although I'll add one more. Um, so yeah, the the kind of lack of, of new things is kind of one strike, and then the fact that they don't really you know talk to the media or us at all or anything or send press releases or you know not, not that there's a whole lot to talk about, but like they don't really have that interaction with us or or consumers really. They just kind of exist in their own dimension. Uh, and the third one I'll add is that they don't really have. They really have a guy, like mm. a guy that you look to that's like, you know, a Terrence Riley or, you know, a, a, a master blender that everybody knows or like a brand owner. They just don't they have, have that. a master blender that everybody knows. Well, they, they have they have brands they have that two. everybody knows. They have well, two yeah, master blenders yeah, that everybody knows. I know there's two, but they, they don't really work with them. But yeah, they yeah, work like, with them, but they're not like a part of the company. They have their own thing going on. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So that that's my thing. They don't have a, a guy, a person or a gal to point to. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Jordan. Someone to steer the ship. Nobody to steer the yeah, ship. Right. Jordan, uh, uh, you your thoughts? Uh, you guys hit all the points, and Emmett took the last good one, I think. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, even even if, yeah, if you look at, for a while there, the, on the Nicaraguan side, they were having a little bit of fun with the Nobilace and the um, La Roma de Cuba yeah. realm and that kind of stuff. And even that's kind of just seems so old school at this point that it's not, it's not, it's not fun and exciting. On both, on both sides, it's... They took. They had the. Yeah, you had the Ashton. That can be your old school one. And then they had this other one, side, the Nicaraguan side, that could be the outlet for the fun stuff. And even that now seems tired and old. Yeah, I, I really want so badly to, to disagree, but I can't. I can't disagree. I got to sell. The points have all been made. I'm not going to rehash them. Amit, we'll go to you next on uh, the very next brand. Jordan, the next brand will be Alec Bradley. This could be an interesting one. Let me give that a thought. I'm going to say bye for Alec Bradley. Um, they've been doing a lot of cool stuff, especially with Alec and Bradley lately. That's been uh, pretty innovative and, and new things. Uh, I really like everybody that, that works there, the Rubens and, and John Lipson. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they're definitely a buy for me. Um, they've been coming out with some really good cigars lately. Like, in the past, I hadn't been super crazy about the brand in general, but I think in the last two years, uh, it's more aligned with my palate. Um, so, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Uh, Robbie? Yeah, it's a hold for me. I think they're doing. Um, it's funny. I'm looking at the right side of my screen, and there's there's Bear with a big Alec Bradley sign behind him. <laughs> so I wonder what his answer is going to be. Uh, no, I, I it's it's a it's a hold for me, um, and I'll, I'll agree with a lot of what. Uh, God, who who said that? I don't know. <laughs> what said? Um, they're they're trending in the right direction, I think, but it, it feels like. Um, it's like cornering the Titanic, right? It's kind of Titanic's a bad example because wow. I'm sinking, but <laughs> but like cornering a big like a big ship or a big car it doesn't corner worth a damn. So it takes a while to get there. Yeah. So I think they're they're trending in the right direction, but it, it's 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 such a big ship that it takes a, a, it takes a while to make that actual turn. So I'm not selling by any means, and I I, I think Alec and Bradley uh, are they bring a nice young uh, energetic vibe to the company. Which I think was lacking really for a little while. Um, 
And uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, it's a hold for me with uh, with I'll, I'll keep my my eye on them. They're on my watch list and I will uh, I'm going to buy some extra time for Bear to take his photo here and I will uh, I'll hold as long as I can and then and then buy as as things start going up, because I, I do think they're trending in the right direction. All right. Uh, Bear, what do you think? Um, I, there's a, there's a really some good things, especially I would say like the last two years prior to 2021, I would say that it was, it's a really good buy for anyone that was kind of looking at them. But again, we're, we're talking about today and we're talking about the future. Um, I, I think there's a little, I mean, it's still a buy for me, but I think there's a little bit, um, a little bit still of a little bit of a pause. And I think the reason there's a little bit of a pause is, um, you know, for, I mean, the thing that put. Alec and Bradley on the map was the uh, was the gatekeeper, and they've moved factories with that. They moved it away from Ernesto. Now I've had one of the new uh, gatekeepers, and I, I I and that's a that's a blend that I absolutely love. And I could not I could not tell the difference, um, you know, too terribly much, or if anything. If, if I suppose if I nitpicked it, maybe I could. But I thought it was still just as just as phenomenal as I've always enjoyed it. It's a blend I really enjoy. I really again, um, Teco. What you guys were saying about the the youth uh, and the energy that you know the the sons and Lipson and kind of inject into the company culture, I I said this before to Alan Rubin himself. I think they've they've I've never thought of Alan as as old, but I've never thought of him as young. But he has this youthful exuberance that he didn't have a couple years ago, and he he is reinvigorated, he is re-energized, and for that reason. Um, as well as the involvement of his sons, I would, I'm, I'm buying on Alec Bradley. Uh, Jordan, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go buy. I think, um, you know, in the last couple of years, I think the Lars Tetons was a bit of a misstep, but, at, you know, that seems to be kind of out of the way at this point. And, uh, but I think Alec and Bradley, like you guys have been saying, that's, that's, that's fun, that's youthful, and I think they're kind of following the – I think Camacho might have uncovered – how to do this for other companies of the same size in that at the time they, they brought in Room 101 and it's like, okay, you can have this sub-brand that's doing the more fun, limited stuff and um, and appeal to those types of smokers and that's what Alec and Bradley is doing and I'll, I'll give them a buy for that. I would have gone sell 100% except for Bradley's mustache. And <laughs> because of Bradley's mustache... <laughs> It's huge. That's also what gave me pause. I, by the way. I'm I, going. I'm not a fan of the stash. I'm buying just based on the stash. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> All right, let's go to. Everyone yeah. else loves it. I'm just not uh, a fan of the stash. No, it's, it's, it. it's incredible. All right, uh, folks, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high end boxes, including a large selection of cigar accessories. This year, JR is celebrating their 50th anniversary. They'll be celebrating all year long with amazing promotions, contests, sweepstakes, and several limited run projects with some of your favorite manufacturers. Join JR in celebrating 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. This is episode 299. Yes, you heard that right. 299. Oh, one more. Of Smoke Night Live. 300, episode 300 is coming up next week. We are here with uh, Robbie Raz of Flavor Odyssey, Bear Duplicia, one of our favorite uh, cigar reviewers. Also did some great work at PCA with uh, William Cooper, by the way. It was fantastic. Mm. And, of course, right here in studio, Emmett Malone of Blind Man's Puff. We are also doing our first impressions. Uh, just real quickly, boys, I am doing the CAO Flathead V21. Emmett, you are doing the... Le Petit CA Crown Heads. Robbie, you are doing the... Fiat Lux from Ace Prime. Uh, Bear, you are smoking? B 
Cavalier of Geneva. And Jordan, you are smoking the Avo Synchro Caribe. Now, none of us have smoked these cigars before, so we'll be giving them a rating at the end of the show. All right, back to cigar brand ratings, Jordan. I'm going to have you skip a couple of these. Ooh. All right. So uh, we're going to go first uh, to who did I do first last time? Was it you? No. It was, it was me. Yeah, it was in person. All right, so I'm going to go to Emmett on this one. So, Jordan, I'm going to just say w- the one that I want to talk about. I will find it. Uh, the uh, Skip skip um, the next one and go to the next one. The El... Yeah. <laughs> El Septimo. Emmett, this is a kind of a new uh, brand. I have literally no thoughts on this one. Oh. Like, I, I, <laughs> I know almost... <laughs> I know almost nothing about the brand. Like it's just one of those ones that we never got a chance to talk to at the trade show. Like I know all I know is that they're all like really fat ring gauges and they're all really expensive and they make flashy kind of accessories. Um, so for me, I'm not I'm not gonna buy. I guess I would it would be a self marine because I just I don't know. Yeah, if you don't know anything yeah, about the stock, I mean, you gotta sell it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just have not made an impression on me. So that's that's all I got. All right, Bear, what would you do? Buy, sell, hold. Still <laughs> Literally no thoughts on this matter whatsoever. Um, <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, so am I not allowed to swear on this, by the way? Because I, I dropped the F bomb no, it, It's all right. Just what it, Cats oh, okay. out of the bag. Do it. Yeah. We so, used to be PG-13, uh, but we upped it to TVM. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, so... I, I, I was I was making this remark earlier to a couple of uh, a couple of other of our cohorts, and I said I know that El Septimo means the seventh, um, but every time I see the name, I always think of the septic tank. Oh <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's totally a mental thing. Look it's at that logo. That that conveys that. Could that. Be a poo splash. Oh, That's a splat. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! I didn't even see that. I didn't see. I didn't even make that connection. I'm just saying. Um, you will never unsee that. I, I, Phenomenal. I, I mean, to echo a little bit of Emmett, like I didn't, unfortunately, unfortunately, I didn't have a chance to to meet with them at the trade show. I, I, I really wanted to. I thought the booth was incredible. I thought their presentation was fantastic. Uh, it looks, it's something I definitely want to try. Um, but with the inexperience on it, I, I can't really say, I really can't say bye. And, you know, I, I mean, hold what? I, I don't own any stock yet. So, I mean, I guess it has to be, I guess it has to be a sell. Like mm-hmm. uh, to like what Eric was saying. So all right, Robbie, you. Um, I think. Well, I did actually get to, a chance to interview them at the trade show. It was the first interview that we did, so I don't quite remember. Um, <laughs> they strike. They well, it strikes me as a company that has a lot of money behind it. Um, has some very high end uh, accessories, uh, humidors, travel humidors, and the like, um, and has a bunch of different cigars. And apparently they've been around for a while in Europe, um, and they're just now getting into the to the U.S. market. And that happened like two weeks before the PCA show, so it was put together rather quickly. But their booth was tight; it looked good. Um, <clears throat> it's the kind of company that I would like buy on uh, just on a hope and a whim. I haven't smoked any of their cigars, so I don't know what the quality of the cigars is. But it's they strike me as the type of company that will they will stick around whether they're making cigars or not. Really? Does that make any sense? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, I, I, well, I mean, they'll stick around as... Because he's making, saying they'll sell humidors. I, I, they'll sell accessories. Because they had some really nice high-end accessories that was quality stuff. Alligator skin and all kinds of weird shit Ten like four. that. Okay. So I, if, if the cigar thing doesn't work out, they could do this. Um... You know, it's it's 
You know, it almost kind of strikes me as, well, actually, now this is going to make me sell. It strikes me as an athlete that decides they want to come out with an album. Mm. <laughs> like, Ed, like Eddie Murphy, like when he came out yeah. with his... <laughs> like, a ton of success here. I could do it Bronx here, too. So, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I, I don't know, maybe it's being weird, but a Ron Artest mind, uh, just because I just watched that... Uh, the documentary about the malice in the palace. If if you're, I'm not even a basketball fan. You should watch it. It's very interesting. Um, I'm somewhere between a buy. Piece. Yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, he was on our test at the time, but <laughs> I'm somewhere between a buy and a hold. I guess if the stock is cheap enough, I'll buy it and see what happens. Uh, but I'm not investing a lot. Uh, Jordan, what are your thoughts on LSEP Timo? I don't know too much about him, but I just want to say sell because I just get turned off by anytime somebody just comes in and just thinks they can just buy everything and just jump onto the scene with this crazy flashy booth and expect you to like their cigars because they're really expensive and so that implies that they must be really good but i gotta go usually the opposite route on that and say you're full of it <laughs> i'm gonna go with emmett on this one i <laughs> I, don't, I don't know a ton about them i didn't I was, i'm not excited by them so right now i'm gonna say sell and i hope i hope that in two years from now this is one of those ones where i can look back yeah. and i can say god what a dummy i was <laughs> and, and and you're sitting in the yeah. el septimo uh yeah cigar dojo uh, studio <laughs> exactly right all right uh all right jordan skip the next one um robbie here's an interesting one i'm gonna start with you uh michael herklotz and ferio tago this this one could uh be interesting robbie what are your thoughts on michael herklotz new brand you know, I know nothing about the brand, and I think the cigars have just started showing up. I saw a post of him within the last 48 hours, uh, you know, smoking one of his blends. Um, so I haven't smoked any of the cigars. I What I know of Michael Herklotz is, you know, from his time previous in the industry, he is a super, super likable guy. Uh, uh, I think just, just having somebody who's leading the ship who is super likable already gives you a, an opportunity to succeed. Um, but I don't know anything about the scars. I don't know where they're being made. I don't know if it's Dominican tobacco or Nicaraguan tobacco or you know, tobacco from Mars. I have no idea. Uh, with all that being said, I'm, I, I like to be, you know, kind of, I'm kind of edgy. Like we said earlier, I got my hat on backwards, <laughs> right? And I like, to, I like to, to live, you know, on the edge of things. And so I think I'm buying. All right. I'm buying, I'm buying based on by Michael Herklotz just in general and his history of success in the business. And I'm buying because it's a company that I think I want to be successful because their logo is like they're like a serpent or Medusa or something. That's just really cool. I don't know what else. <laughs> it's his, it it's his, fam it's his family crest. crest. Yeah. Yeah. It looks, oh, I, I think it's that's it looks like the Black Panther. want to buy it even more. Fighting a. Oh, he's got a like black, black. But now that you said Black Panther, I can't <laughs> unsee that. Right? Yeah. No, I, I'm Fiero, Fiero Tego. I, I, I don't know anything really other than that it's Michael Herklotz, and that makes me want to buy. Uh, Emmett. 100% buy. Mm. I'm super excited about the new stuff that he's coming out with. Um, I know he's making them at two different factories. I think he told us the blends uh, in our interview at PCA. Uh, but just the fact that he's bringing back all the Nat Sherman stuff, you know, unchanged is, is phenomenal. I think people are going to love that. And. Michael, <laughs> thank you. Michael's a great, great dude, and I think anything he puts his mind to, he's going to be successful at. Um, so it's a hundred percent buy for me. All right, Bear. I want to ask somewhat rhetorical question and say, were you guys a hundred percent buy three years ago during the Altria controversy? No. When Definitely Michael was not. At... No, okay. absolutely yeah. not. So, um, so yeah, just kind of putting something 
putting something in context about that a lot of people always haven't been behind him. And that I think that's too I think that is wrong. Well, I don't I, I think, bear now bear, hold on. Now, I don't think anybody at that time was against Michael. No, we all we, we all, all understood him. the We knew that he was handcuffed. We by knew, we all understood the position that he was in. So yeah. it wasn't Michael that Yeah, if people, we're talking stock on her glutes, it's always been a lie. Yeah. The, well, the people on this, the people on this panel probably felt that way, but I, 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 I will disagree with you, Eric, and I will say that a lot of people didn't feel the way that that you feel, and I think that was echoed on this panel tonight. And, uh, that's and that's an un, that's unfortunate. Um, but I, I agree with everything that's been said so far. Uh, I think anything that this anything that this man touches is absolute gold, including everything he always wears the guy exudes and pisses excellence in the morning as eric as, as eric found out in a clever video from tp yep. classic um, um fucking best video ever ever <laughs> period um so i think that it's a it's a hundred percent buy for me and if you're not buying it you're 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 absolutely you're absolutely foolish i will call anyone out on that um, this, this has got gold written all over it. It's the best investment you've ever made. This is, this is Apple in the early eighties. Oh, I was going there. Darn it. Bear. <laughs> no, I was going to, I was going to say it was like, uh, this would be like when Steve jobs got fired at Apple and he goes to Pixar, you buy Pixar, Pixar. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this, mm-hmm. this does, uh, this, this does mimic the actual stock market when like a, a, a really, really good CEO. And you know, a lot of people yeah. complain about how much CEOs make, right? Like, oh, this guy's CEO makes like 40 million, you know, but the truth is, is a good CEO makes the value of a company yeah. more. And that's why a good CEO makes as much as they do. It's hundred percent true. Leadership starts at the top. Right. And so like when you the whole culture for the company, right. When you're, when you're, when you're reading like the, the, the stuff because like a, a stock is going to open up for the first time it's going to go on the market and it's it's a certain CEO that you're familiar with and he has a history he's been successful at everything he does you want to buy that and get in early so that you know it has some value later on this is the perfect example of how it mimics the actual stock market I'm 100% buy as well you get this stock right now it's like 0.0005 you know in a few years from now it's going to be worth well assuming they ever uh Launch. Make a cigar. A yeah. But <laughs> I think you guys said it on Facebook. Like, there's only a handful of dudes that could show up to a trade show with no cigars and still be successful at that trade show. You right. Yeah. And and Call no it, booth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, he didn't kind of he had he didn't spons- have a booth. He had he I think he sponsored that lounge, right. which he, he was kind of sponsored camp- a smoking lounge. He camped he had no out booth. in, but and w- and yeah, everybody no. was lining up to interview him. So uh, yeah, it's, that's interesting comparison. I said, I said though, buy, like, right? He, I'm sticking with buy. Because uh, the only other one I can think of would be Steve Saka, and that's kind of like a similar situation, mm. like a guy coming out, breaking off from a big company, doing his own thing. Right? Could he be the next Don Barton? I don't know. All right, let's go uh, to Bear first on this one. Uh, Bear, uh, Nick Malilo and Foundation Cigars. Buy, hold, or sell. You know, if you if you asked me two years ago um, what my you know what my answer would have been, I think it would have been an obvious buy. And if you had said to me, in two years from now, you will you will say what you're about to say, I would have told you you were crazy. So um, I I'm I'm I've I've I'm gonna sell. <laughs> I'm I'm hesitant. Yeah. I'm studying through my words. I'm trying to find the English language. But no, I, I think that um, I think that I, I think that Nick's an incredible, incredible at what he does. I think he's an incredible marketer. I think he's an inc- 
incredible person. I think he makes incredible cigars, and I think he has built his company to an incredible place where it is now. I totally see myself like Robbie at the top of the show with crowned heads eating my words 365 days from now. I could see that. I could see that. But you're asking me now. Right. And so I got to go with now. And I'm going to go ahead and say sell, much to the chagrin of a lot of people because he's incredibly popular. I really, I really love him as well. I think he's one of my favorite people. Well, a lot of people in this industry are a lot of my favorite people. They're just incredible people to be around. But um, I, I'm going to sell right now just because I, you know, I think the last two years has, oddly enough, while a lot of companies have thrived, and I'm, and I'm sure he is, his his pocketbook has probably thrived as well. I think it's been a little bit harder on him than than on someone others. But uh, Terrence Riley does bring up a great point. Uh, he had some incredible marketing from Joe Rogan. Man, that was the best yeah. commercial you could have ever asked for in your life. Um, and um, and so so. So that's a good point, but uh, I'm I'm gonna stick with my my hot take, I guess, and sell. All right, Emmett. Yeah, I see where Bear's coming from, and uh, you know, historically, I would have been 100% buy. Uh, and I, Nick makes some of my favorite cigars. He's one of my favorite blenders, uh, but I just don't feel the vibe from the company that I used to. If that makes sense, like I don't, I don't feel that excitement. Um, so I'm not gonna sell. Um, but I don't think I'm going to buy either. So I think this might be, is it my first hold? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think I'm going to hold on foundation. Like I, I absolutely love Nick. I adore him. Um, uh, but he just doesn't, he just doesn't have that, um, that hype or, or vibe kind of that I would look for in a buy right now. All right. Robbie Raz. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, uh, to disagree with bear and Edward. Um, <laughs> I am going to thank you for getting my name right. Finally. <laughs> uh, to me, this is your buying opportunity. I think there is there's obviously there's some some uh, uh, some some feelings of you know this company's kind of stagnant, and I can understand that. I feel like they have been a little bit stagnant over the last I don't know year ish. Yeah, twelve months is a year, so we'll go with the year. Um, but to me, this is a buying opportunity for I think one of the best blenders in the business, uh, one of the best marketers in the business. Um, and yeah, the, the, he wasn't at PCA. Uh, I don't. Was he at TPE? Honestly, no, no. don't think so. No. I do not believe. Yeah, he skipped mm-hmm. skipped out on both of the trade shows. This is a weird time, you know, for uh, for a lot of companies. And, and and Nick is running a small company. But uh, I, to me, if the stock is going down, I'm scooping it up with as much as with as much extra capital as I've got. This to me is a buy low opportunity. Um, I think that it's just going to take what whatever that next release is going to be and maybe that next release might be 8 to 12 months away but I'll I'll buy and I'll and I'm going to hold long term. I'm going long. Wow. Long so on this one guys company that I think can can live. We've got we've got one of each. We've got a buy, each. we've got a hold, we've got a sell. One Jordan of each, buddy. Jordan you can break the tie. <laughs> no, I uh, I'll, I'm going to go with a hold. Uh, I'm more of the type to to ride the bubble. And um, I think he can go back up, but I'll wait and see if that starts to tick back up. And by then, ride that bubble. Um, yeah, I think that she's just, the direction is just, the last couple of years, the direction has been a little weird. Uh, you know, you, yeah. with Nick, one of the best blenders we know, comes out with a fifth anniversary cigar and gets no buzz whatsoever. That's, that's that was weird. scary, that right? That was so weird. That was so yeah. weird. 
It's a good point. Uh, I think it's because it wasn't was good. it wasn't a special blend. Like it was just right. a different size just of the same blend. Size. Like we we kind of have come to expect more kind from of an anniversary a weird size release. Too. Yeah, yeah. And not to mention, it's paired with two other cigars that are similar sizes that are also not new blends, but they have new bands on them. And I'm just like, what, what, what am I supposed to be doing with all this? Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, I, it's a hold for me. I look, I, I nobody loves Nick more than I do. I, I consider him my good buddy, but. Like right now, I'm concerned. I, 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 I'm hoping that he's going to be on the show in a couple weeks <laughs> here, by the way. Uh, but, uh, you know, since Min- Minelec came out, right. uh, that sort of seems to be like the, almost like a turning point. And, like, you know, he's gotten into making some really cool videos and cartoons and stuff, but I'm not sure where the cigar part fits in. Yeah, I don't know? know if that quite resonates. Yeah, and so um, I have the best I can do is hold only because I know how good he is and what he means to the, the cigar industry, but right now, it's just a hold for me, and, and by the way, I'm only a hair away from agreeing with Bear on on selling on, on that one, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I'll tell you what. I'll tell Point you what, boys. I have a question. I, I'll yeah. buy I'll all your rub. shares. <laughs> I'll buy all your shares. All right, yeah. I, I'm gonna hold. Hit me up. I'm I'm buying pennies on a dollar. I'm, I'm, I'm do- doing it. Well, I'm not selling it to you cheap, Rob. Um, <laughs> but no, I got a I got a question, Eric. If you don't mind, yeah. you, you mentioned you mentioned Menelik. You said a turning point. So, do you th- believe that Menelik was a misstep, or do you believe that Menelik was the the high? No, no, Menelik. It's gone. The the the, um, the C142. Uh, is that the right? The Connecticut 142. I, yeah, the Connecticut 142. I for a minute I was brain fade there, but. That was the high right there. That was like the 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 there was no ceiling at that point the for apex. found. That was the yeah. apex, and I thought, oh my god, this is this 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 is gonna take over everything. At the time, I thought like, you know, the out of the two guys breaking off from Drew Estate, and I skipped uh, Steve Saka earlier because I knew we were all gonna just buy on that one, <laughs> but um, I skipped Steve Saka earlier. And at the time, I thought Nick had the he had the upper hand yeah, of right. the two that left. But now, I, I after the Minelec, and then since then... Yeah, I agree with the Minelec, because it was like, coming off the 142 that we gave Cigar of the Year to, the Minelec kind of felt like he just brought out something that he had already made on the side. Like, I need something, uh, here's this. Well, it started as an event exclusive. Right, it was already released, and it was it's kind of the same blend that is already the the Wise Man Maduro. Why should I... Why should I buy this? See, I really liked the Menelik. I'm, I, I know I disagree with you guys on that, but I enjoyed it. I know it didn't get a lot of buzz, but I thought it was a really good cigar. Well, we're all... I, this is another one of those that I hope it's a crown head situation yeah. where in a year from now I, I laugh at myself Absolutely. and say, what a, what a doofus I was. Um, I'm hoping that. And I, I sort of believe that because of Nick, you know, based on Nick. All right, Jordan, I'm going to skip a couple. And uh, Robbie, uh, some Crawl, JSK, uh, yes. what are your thoughts? Oh, it's interesting you picked that. Um, one thing I will say to buy myself a little bit of time while I think, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be like Scrooge McDuck diving into all my my gold from my foundation <laughs> shares that, that I bought from you guys, uh, which uh, that seems like painful to dive into that. But, um, you know, JSK is a comp. I, I like Restay. Reece, I always call him Restay. I don't know if that's how you say it. Uh, I've always liked him as a person. And I think the cigars are okay. Um, I've never smoked a, a JSK blend that's really blown me away. Um, so it's not a company that I've ever bought. So I can't say that I would hold. So to me, it's a buy or sell. 
Um, I don't feel strongly about it really in either direction. And, and I can't really pinpoint what it is. The Nugs kind of, to me, just seemed gimmicky. And, but to be fair, I haven't smoked it. So I don't know if it was any good. Um, it just seemed like a gimmicky kind of thing. Uh, it's a sell for me. And it's it's not really... Yeah, it's just a sell. I'm not excited about the brand. All right, Emmett? Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to agree with uh, Randy over there. Robbie? Oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> you see what I did there? I got you. <laughs> all right. All right. This is... This is Fun. Let's keep this going. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I'm going to agree with him, uh, whoever your name is. Yeah. yeah, he had a lot of buzz a few years ago. Like, he he was kind of defying all the odds and doing things differently, but there hasn't been a whole lot of um, traction lately. Um, so, yeah, I, I personally have never, you know, bought a box of JSK cigars, and that, that says a lot right there. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm going to say sell, although I, I, don't, I don't doubt that he could turn that around. All right, Bear? So... Uh, can I ask a clarifying question? Sure. Are we are we buying? So we're talking about JSK cigars. We're not talking about Riste as a businessman, correct? Correct. Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so if we're talking about JSK cigars, uh, I think the the obvious answer is it's a sell uh, for me. Um, I think it's I think Riste is an incredible businessman. I think he's got some. I got. I think he's got some. Uh, incredible business acumen. I think he is actually going to be an incredibly successful uh, businessman, but I just don't think, uh, I don't think JSK Scars is going to take him to what he's eventually going to become. Um, and for for that matter, I think that JSK is a definite sell for me. Um, I've had some cigars that um, that I've I've enjoyed from him. I know that there are plenty of on this particular panel that are were really nice favorites, that uh, unfortunately, I just um, just couldn't uh, necessarily agree. <laughs> but um, but I think that the the cigars alone, it's a sell for me. Um, but if you're asking me about uh, Riste as the businessman, I'm I'm buying. All right, uh, Jordan, your thoughts? Yeah, I think Bear nailed it right there. Um, for me, JSK, I. Pretty m- I really only really like their um, Tyrannical Buck, Connecticut. That's the only one that's really ever connected with me, and that cigar is great. Um, but, yeah, like Robbie said, the Nugs is a bit gimmicky for me, and I do think that, you know, as innovative as it was, that some at some point you're going to get, like, a Drew Estate or somebody else cracks the code and does it, you know, and it just get, it, it get, does that right, basically. And Rissy is going to succeed in other ways, and you kind of see that – and that he's just kind of scatterbrained a little bit, like he, just that he's selling like in these side businesses where he's got like premium tobacco that's made for blunts and stuff. It just doesn't seem to be focused on the cigar brand. So also, yeah, you know, I I sort of I wished that you know, there's there's only so long that you can do the screw the industry <laughs> sort of yeah. thing. Like it's fun for maybe like a year and a half, and and then after a while, it's like that that can't just be the only. The only thing, like, the ultimately has to be the quality of the cigars. And um, I'm, not a, uh, I'm not a THC smoker or a CBD smoker. So, you know, right now I'd like to see him, I'd like to see him, you know, maybe, maybe focus a little bit, a little more appreciation into the, the forefathers, the people that he's stood upon, the shoulders that he stood upon to be in this industry and appreciate that more and focus a little bit more on like the quality of the cigars. Tyrannical Buck Connecticut, I thought was super good, super good cigar. Um, so I, I'd hope to see more of that from him, but for me, it's a 
So, all Can right. I make a quick point. Yes. A quick point that I find a little bit ironic that we're talking about someone young and small and exciting like Reese Day to stand on the shoulders of the people who have this before them. And then we talk about how Ashton is only standing on the shoulders <laughs> of what they've done before yeah. and not, do, you know what I mean? Right. Like it's, it's everything in moderation, fine, Robbie. There's, there's such a fine line for success in this industry. And I think crowned heads is a perfect example. And I, like I said, it was what, three years ago now, almost where it was, they were a total sell for me. And now they're, I'm, I'm mortgaging my house so I can buy more. It's, it can turn, it can turn so fast, Real fast in an industry this small. And especially if you have some weight behind you, like Reese does, he's got a following. So it does, it's not going to take much to turn. And I, I was a sell. It's not going to take much to turn that. So uh, I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm I not hedging think, my I don't think just, he wants, I don't think he wants to No, you're not. Hedging, I don't think he just, I don't know if he wants it. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's interesting. Right. And I feel the same way kind of about when you say that, that Reese seems like he's, he's been a bit distracted. I feel like Nick has been a bit distracted. Nick uh, uh, Melillo from Foundation, so I'm talking about, uh, has been a little bit distracted, I guess, over the last... And it's easy to say you've been distracted over the last year and a half because the entire globe has been distracted for the last year and a half. So it's tough to say, to make a definitive answer on anything right in this very second. But if you're going to ask me, based on those two companies, which, I'm gonna, which one I will invest in, I'll invest in Nick because he's got that track record. Restate doesn't really have that, but... At the same time, it's only going to take one banger release, and all of a sudden, it's a bye bye bye, and I look like an idiot. All right, let's uh, let's jump ahead a few, uh, Jordan. I'm going to go to Bear first on this one. Um, my father's cigars, Bear. Uh, what do you think? Buy, hold, Tough or sell off. in my father's cigars? Mm. So I'll buy you some time, Bear. You have been hit with a couple of tough ones. When when it's you're the first one to go, these have been pretty tough. I I, I appreciate it, Rob. So I um, always appreciate the backup. So the <laughs> I um, it's tough because they make such incredible cigars for for amazing companies, uh, including the the one tough one I had right at the gate, which was Ashton. They make some great cigars in La Roma de Cuba and San Cristobal. Now, wait, uh, let's they, clarify a little bit here. This is the brand. Correct. This, this isn't correct, the factory. Right. So, true, true, exactly. So, that, again, that, that's exactly where, where my point comes to, uh, to a head here. You know, from a, from a brand perspective, I mean, it's hard. Again, it's hard to argue against their track record, and it's hard to argue about who's behind these uh, particular cigars. Uh, as from a brand perspective, it, it's really hard. For me, it has to be a hold, and my father has been a hold for me for uh, you know, not that I've, I haven't. This is my first appearance on this show, so I'm really excited to be here. So, but if you had asked me the last few years in a row, it would have been a hold. It would have been a hold. It would have been on still a hold. Um, I'm not ready to buy anymore, and I'm not ready to sell them off um, just because I I don't think they're done. Uh, I don't think they've hit their apex, and I. But at the same time, I it's I with what they're doing right now, I'm just not really. You know, I'm not too. I'm not too terribly excited. Again, this the brand, right? Exactly. What do you think, Robbie? 
Um, I'm going to buy myself some time and ask Bear, what hat are you wearing? That's a fresh cap. It's a brand new crispy <laughs> yeah. white you gotta buy uh, more MLB time logo. With is all it, that? Is it a, <laughs> yeah. it, it's got to be a Boston. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. All right. Because you just, just had, had to go backwards cap. We couldn't see what you were doing. What's yeah. so? What is what is the the paint splatter? What is that about? Oh, that's like an LCT. Oh, that's a poop splatter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's the septic, septic tank. See? Uh, Boston Red Sox. Yeah, it's, I, it's I was the, hoping someone would bring it full circle. Thank you for it's for the jo- it. It's the job that uh, the Boston's <sighs> done after the trade deadline. So. Baseball. Turd burger. Um, <laughs> New era collection. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty sweet. Sweet. I, I'm 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 a big fan of the uh, of the hats. Man, I want to say I want to say bye. I really do. Um, I don't think I can. I can't call it a buy. So to me, is it a sell or is it a hold? I think, and I've said this before, as we us being the the, the folks on this show, we live in like the top one or two percent of cigar smokers. And I feel like that's my screen just changed. Can you all still hear me? Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Um, so I, I feel like sometimes our perception of what's happening in the actual industry isn't really correct. It, it, you know, maybe they haven't come out with a new banger release, and it's the second time I've said banger, and I'll stop. <laughs> but a, a new hot release, <laughs> or, you know, the, the, don't they don't have stop. like the, they don't <laughs> believe in. Uh, they don't have the uh, like the hot uh, social media presence, but they're still selling cigars. Right, but but Robbie, this is this is your perception. You don't have to worry yeah, about. No, no, no. You're you're right. You're right. But I'm I'm trying to take the the entire market right because this is this is the stock market. It's not just how many Procter and Gamble products do I purchase, but how many does everybody else purchase? Sure. So. I think the average cigar smoker is going to buy, walk into uh, their local humidor and see a My Father release that may be four or five years old and say, hey, I've had that. I recognize that. Or, wow, that's a really pretty band, and the secondary band and the foot band is great. I'm going to buy it. Um, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's, it's a hold for me, and I don't want to do holds because I feel like it's a cop-out, but I'm going to say it for a lot of the same. Bear, you were a hold, right? I'm going to stick to the, a lot of the same things that you said. It's 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 a high powered brand that can that I don't feel like they've reached their apex. Much like you said, I'm stealing straight from your words. Um, <laughs> I, I but I don't feel like they're trending in the wrong direction. Uh, no. no, I'm taking well. It's, <laughs> well, Chad, if I was taking it too seriously, I would tell you you're missing an O and you're two. But oh, uh, shot no, fired. I, I, I'm taking, this is this is money. Like this is my this is cash money. This is how I'm, I want to retire at 55, and this is how I'm going to do it, right? So, I'm I'm not buying. I'm holding all my shares that I bought early because they still have a ton of value to them. Uh, it's a hold for me, but I, I you know, I want to be hopeful. Are you but buying I, it in like your retirement account? What account are you putting? No, I'm <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It's which which account? Is it the money account or is it the like the retirement account? These are in my retirement account. These okay, are my these are my full shares that you know maybe they've dipped a, a little bit in the last few months, but I'm going to hang on to them because I trust the brand. Right, uh, Emmett, what are your thoughts? Yeah, th- this is a. I pretty much agree. I I want to buy, and I feel like it's probably a solid investment, but it's not going to grow a lot. You know, it'll probably give you a couple per- percentage points return here and there, and it's going to go up. Um, but yeah, for me, it, it's a hold, and I I know it's a cop out, but uh, I mean, they you can't say they don't have new releases because they do. They but I feel like they're kind of 
obligatory new releases like oh there's the the yeah, new my, the new my, my father's cigar this year and it's fine but it, oh, it's wrapped in a Colorado Rosado Oscuro yeah, oh exactly <laughs> Maduro how, how uh, many <laughs> how many La Promesas did you from Promesas did you buy <sighs> mm, fair think, question yeah I think I I think I brought bought two or three of them but yeah, now, I if mean, you're they're... asking me like how many Florida Centillas, then yeah, it's an entirely different yeah, question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there isn't just but, but, that release that but, I'm excited about lately. As as they are this close to the next to the next one, right? Yeah, they could have a killer release at any moment, and we would all be given a cigar of the year. But it just hasn't happened in a long time. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Jordan, your thoughts? I think my father is kind of like Microsoft stock, like. I don't agree with what they're doing, but I'm going to buy it because it's going to go up. <laughs> like, I just hate their marketing so much. But, uh, you know, you can count that Cigar Aficionado is going to give them Cigar of the Year every other year, and, and they're going to go up. I, I, what's, the, what's the advice? You buy what you... Buy the rumor, sell the news, baby. You know, and you're what you're into, right? You buy what you're into and what you support. <laughs> Um, I just, as far as the, my father brand itself goes now, I mean, like, like if we were, if we were talking about Tatawahe, it'd be like a solid buy, oh, right? Yeah. A yeah. solid buy. Like I'm 100% in Tatawahe, but that's not on the, that's not on the plate right now. It's the brand, my father. And I just see myself just selling just like I sold a bunch of, uh, Microsoft stock recently because it's too boring to me. Like I need to. I did just sell some Microsoft to buy some crypto yesterday. Ooh. Yeah, I need, I need, I need that, uh, I need that, that juice. You know what I'm saying, uh, Scotty? All right, I'm gonna step Ooh, in audience. here. This Scotty. is gonna be the only time I'm gonna step in. I promise, because this is you know a lot to talk about. My father on the retail end, coming from me being in the retail side of this versus like the the cigar media side of this on the retail side. My father sells. Yeah, it sells. Uh. It sells in every shop that I've been in. It sells. I mean, they just yes. sell. They're great tobacco. It's like, a, it's like a Oliva, product. right? Sure, they're not any, like, you know, smash hits. You know, the Flor de las Antillas. Yeah, okay, cool. Awesome. Amazing. But they always sell. Okay. They're just on their moving product. <clears throat> it's one of those where it's like you buy it on just on the fact of how much they're moving. So you're buying. I'm buying. Wow. I'm buying right. hard so that, buy. That's, 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 and that's on the retail that, side. Just seeing that, on the retail side. Hard buy. Yeah. Good yeah, perspective. Well, to, Scott, to Scott's point, that's why I'm holding. To Scott's point, that's why I'm yeah, holding. Exactly. I'm not, that's I'm not selling it. That's yeah. why I'm holding. Yeah. That's the same point that I was trying to make, but I'm not a retailer. I'm buying. So. Jordan's buying because he, because you know his his whole Microsoft. strategy. Microsoft. All right, um, Jordan. We got to <laughs> jump down to the last five. The last five. Um, all right, so the last five sort of all go together. Uh, I'll start with Emmett on this one. Oh, boy. Emmett, we are going to start with the these, and there's a connection to these <laughs> the last five. Uh, I, I won't, I'm not going to draw. I'm not going to connect the dots. <laughs> I'll let anybody else that wants to connect the dots connect the dots. Um, but let's start uh, with the first of the first of the last five, which is Davidoff. Yeah, th this is a really interesting one that is very nuanced. Um, historically, I would have always, 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 always been a buy on Davidoff because they always make really good cigars. You know what you're going to get. Um, they're tasty. They're expensive, so you know they're making money. Uh, but lately, there's there's a lot of weird stuff happening with Davidoff. Um, pulling out of the trade show was one. Um, and the other thing is that with Hanky and Klaus... <sighs> And Eladio Levy, like who is blending their cigars right now? That's a huge concern for me. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I, 
I hate to say it, but I'm a hold for Davidoff. Like, I, I'm not super confident. I mean, I'm sure they'll be fine, but, like, right now in this very moment, it's kind of shaky for me. Right. Uh, Bear, your thoughts, Davidoff. Well, I'm shaky as well uh, on it because uh, we are talking about Davidoff. Uh, Davidoff, correct? We're not talking about any of the brands that not, they own. Not talking about Davidoff. We're talking about Davidoff, Davidoff, the brand. The same answer to the question you've asked four times. Zing. Just want to make sure. Uh, don't want to screw this up. Uh, no, the uh, it's a shaky answer for me too, but it's a, it's a shaky buy. Um, for me, um, just because, uh, I mean, you bring up some great points, uh, the, de- the departure of, uh, Eladio and Henke, um, you know, does create some questions. Uh, Klaus is, is still involved with the company. It's just in a different type of role. Uh, it's not too different than what he was doing before. Yeah. He's uh, a consultant. To now. Be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he, it's he, still before kind of a it was like, he was going to become the master blender. And now yeah, that's like kind of what we all thought was he was like not. the heir to the throne, but. Right. No, and that's. I, I think there's some. I think there's some fairness to that point, which makes which makes my buy shaky, is what I was saying. But um, the the last limited edition, the Dominicana, was absolute fire. I mean, it is, and it was to uh, Scott's point from earlier, scorched retail shelves. I mean, it flew off like crazy, and the and its quality is backed up to boot. It's fantastic. Uh, from Jordan's point from earlier, I know that the cigar was made well before the departures of Ladio <laughs> and Hanky. Um, but um, I think that um, I think that it's a it's a buy for me still. Shaky, but it's a buy. All right, Robbie. Uh, to me, it's an aggressive buy because I feel like the stocks the stock is dipping. It's dipping, and mm, um, I like this strategy. I think, I think the average person, the average. Uh, uh, Davidoff buyer doesn't know who Claw is, doesn't know that these people have left the, the the business. And this goes back to my comment earlier, where I feel like we're 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 hyper tied in, so we know we know these people, we know them personally, and we know that you know they're not as involved as they used to be. And yes, we all thought Claw was the heir apparent, and now he's not. But does the guy who's spending, you know, thousands of dollars every few months on Davidoff, does he really know that? Does he really care? I don't think he does. She, he or she does. I don't think they do. So it's an aggressive buy for me because I feel like it's it's the time where you can get into a premium brand and you can get it at a lower price. It's the only time Davidoff, Davidoff stock in my cigar lifetime is ever. So I'm going to take that chance and I'm going to aggressively buy. There's, there's other brands that I'm going to sell to get rid of so I can buy more Davidoff I, stock. I does that mean... Does that mean I think I don't know that? Sorry, Jordan, I'm going to no, cut you off. No, Does that mean time. I think that the that the company is going in the right direction? Not necessarily, but at the same time, we're like I said, we're super tied in. I think that the average person's still going to buy their Davidoffs, and if if the if the 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 flavor dips or the construction dips or they don't come out with new releases, these people don't care. They're 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 stocked with Davidoff. They're these are, I mean, golf pros and rappers and these guys. Davidoff is premium, ultra premium brand. There's no way that they're going to say that, oh, wow, this construction sucks. They're not going to do that. They're going to smoke it. Even if it has freaking uh, cedar on the band, they're going to smoke through the cedar. They don't know any difference. So they're buying, <laughs> they're buying, they're buying. 
it, it's, I don't know it's if they're that uneducated. Jesus, it's, such a, it's a hot take. There's, it's such a it's such a premium brand that folks who are buying cigars to show off to their friends are still going to buy it. These are the same people who think that the 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 Monte Number no. Two is the best cigar that's ever been made. It's it, and they all have money and they're all spending it. Davidoff is going to be just fine. Uh, Jordan, buying. Jordan, your thoughts? I don't totally agree with Robbie because I don't think that. We're buying a dip. I don't think that the news has caught on. We're ahead of the curve here. We're able to sell at the top still because it hasn't trickled down yet. The, it's fair. We don't know. It's short-term thinking, but it's fair. Yeah, that hasn't. We don't know where that's going to materialize. I mean, Davidoff is still buying tobacco from the Kellners, so that's good. But why are they getting rid of the three of the, you know, two uh, two of the best master blenders in existence? Like that's just. But ninety-eight percent of the people who buy Davidoff don't give a shit. I know, but eventually. I don't know. That Hanky is pretty synonymous with Davidoff. Like I think, I think you're. True. I think that, you're not giving people enough credit. Well, that that's true, but also, well, I, I, I mean, right. we don't know when that, Douglas. how, when, and how that's going to materialize. Like, if you know, in in ten years, the cigars aren't any good. They're not any good. Like. Yeah, but ten years from now, I could have sold with the stuff that I bought now. I'm talking about right this second. I'm buying. I, I I'll buy Bob, all your you, shares. Rob, you talked me you talked me into it, man. I'm my shake my, <laughs> shake, my shake my shakes are gone, man. Because nobody ever listened to me when it comes to stocks. Don't do it. Because they're still using Kellner tobacco for now, I'm gonna hold. I just don't know where they're going with it, so I wanna hold and see how this shakes out a little bit before I make other decisions. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Jordan. I'm gonna hold on that as well, only just to see what happens next, because we just don't know. Um, obviously, they're always one of the top three selling brands in the world, and there's no question that that's not going to change. So that's good, but still hold. Because remember, we're talking about a stock that's like super high at this point. So right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold everything that I have and hope that everything uh, uh, goes the way I, I think it will. I think there's smart people there. They know what they're doing. So that's my guess. Now, the next one, I'll start uh, with Robbie on this one. Now, Robbie, this is the first time we haven't done an exact brand per se. Oh, it's boy. not an exact brand per se. It is the uh, holder of several brands. Um, General Cigar Company. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> it's a big one. It's a big one. It's a big one. And there's a lot of people in general that I like. Um, there's a lot of people in general that I like. Uh, there, there aren't a ton of cigars <laughs> in general that I Keep am using the pun. really, I love it that, that I really, <laughs> that, that I'm really excited about. Oh man, this is like, this feels like buying stock in a uh, Procter and Gamble. I, I used it earlier and yeah, I'll use it again. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. They're there. They are so ingrained in the industry and they're making cigars that you know. That it's so many. There's so many different brands. Wow, this is a tough one. I don't want to cop out and say hold. It's definitely not a buy. For Ooh, me. There you it, go. Boom. It's definitely not a buy. <laughs> well, by process of elimination. I mean, well, it's yeah, yeah, fair. You know what? You know what? It's I don't know how many sells I've done so far. I think my my stock in general might be a sell. All right. I, uh, I might just. You know what? I bought early, and you know I bought ten years ago, and it's the stock has done me well, and now I'm gonna. Uh, I don't want to say cut my losses, but maybe I'll just say cut my losses, and uh, and sell where, where I'm at now. It's worth more than it was when I bought it, and 
Yeah, I think it's a sell for me. Uh, I just, there's, there's nothing really ex- that excites me. I like Sean. I like what they're doing with, uh, with Cohiba. I like what they're doing with a couple of different brands, but it's just not... I feel like my money could do more if I put it somewhere else. Now, Robbie, just real quick, um, and then we'll go to Emmett on this one. Does it change your opinion in any way that they have uh, n- not gone to... They didn't go to PCA, and they've sort of made it clear that they're not going to the PCA show. Does that affect your decision in any I, way whatsoever? I didn't take that into account, really. Uh, maybe it should, and, and maybe that makes it a stronger sell. I don't know. Um, no, I, I'm taking it from from what I see in in the in the realm that we live in, in the online realm, and they, they, they do have some nice placements with a couple of different brands, but there's just nothing really exciting that gets me fired up. I can't remember the last, what was the last general that I smoked? It was probably a diesel that I was excited about. And, you know, that's just not enough for a big brand like that that has, you know, so many different facings to get really excited about. Now, they probably sell and they move. And, and from a retailer standpoint, maybe I would maybe I would say buy because I'm sure retailers are still buying it. Um, but from where I'm sitting, I'm going to sell it and I'm going to take that money. I'm going to invest it all in foundation. Uh, all right. Uh, Emmett, what are your thoughts on General Cigar Company? Yeah, I'm going to disagree, uh, maybe for the first time, uh, with Robbie. Um, so I feel Get like him. I feel like General is almost too big to fail. Like, mm. they're just so big. Like, you have to have them in your humidor if you're opening up a shop. Like, it's just a, a given. You have to have them. Um, they're always going to sell. Uh, everybody buys Macanudo as their first, you know, one or two cigars. That's just the way it is. And I don't think that's going to change. Um, I feel like it's kind of like that uh, Microsoft or GE stock where it's not going to give you a huge return, but it's going to keep growing. Uh, so I'm going to buy. And I, I do think they've had some exciting new releases. That Cohiba Siri M, I, is that what it was called? The, mm-hmm. the Titan Bronze one was, was mm-hmm. good. Um, and it's different. And uh, th- all the diesels that have come out lately have been really good for me. Um, so I appreciate that. I, I think it's a buy. It's not a, it's not a super exciting buy, but I'll, still, I'll put it in my portfolio. All right. Uh, Bear, thoughts? Oh, we lost your audio there, Bear. We lost Bear. your audio, Bear. This is Muted. He's in hi- hibernation. There we go. <laughs> in General's one of those companies that's really uh, really fascinating to me. Uh, if you look at it from a people perspective, uh, I really I really like the work. I'm, I'm incredibly impressed by the work that Justin does with Diesel. Uh, to mm, Rob's yeah. point from earlier. Um, I think uh, the best hire that they've ever done was Sean Williams with Cohiba. I think Laurel Tilly is one of the most underrated players mm, in this industry. Um, who knew that Macanudo and Cohiba could only get better with ambassadors? That's interesting, right? They're in it, they're a, it's a fascinating group of people, and they're some of the most interesting people uh, that I know. And I really, uh, to Rob's point, I really like them uh, quite a bit. Um, I would argue, Emmett, that you don't have to have General in your humidor to be successful. And if you want to, you can ask Tommy Farrell from Nickel City Cigars. He doesn't have a single General product in his humidor, and he's been incredibly oh. successful. For, and he opened on the day that COVID happened. But that's the so, exception, not the rule, right? Uh, is it? I th- I, I, I I'm, sure so. that's, I'm sure that's the exception. I think, I think, I think we need to think his, some his, arm History's on, on your side there, Emmett, because they've been around for a long time. Yeah. But... And, and I'm not saying that none of your points had merit. They absolutely do. Um, but from from my perspective, and I know that the trend we're going down with these these last companies here, um, it's going to be a sell for me um, right. simply because I think that while their stories are interesting and while the people are fascinating, I think they're meant for much bigger things. 
I don't. I think in. I think in five years from now, unless Justin's running general, he's doing something much bigger. I think Laurel Tilly's doing something much bigger. I think Sean Williams. I think there's a chance that Sean Williams may go off and do something again on his own and be incredibly successful. Um, and then, where does it leave those brands? Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm selling. All right, Jordan. What are your thoughts on general? I think you kind of got to like weigh out the uh, upside and downside, like. There's a 70% chance that you're going to get a like 1% tick up in your stock and like 30% chance that you're going to get like a 40% down. Um, and I, I got to sell like they're the only things that they're doing good are coming out of AJ's factory. Um, you know, diesel, uh, that kind of stuff The the Cohiba is, they had this big shot with L Titan to bronze, like to get the boutique smoker. And it was a, basically a dud. Uh, and then now they're just partnering with Buffalo Trace and just going through the whole gamut of those cigars, um, and they don't well, really have anything to them, I don't think. Uh, so I'm going to sell. Yeah, I got to agree. I'm going to sell. I, like I, I, I mean, I think uh, Justin Williams, if if they could just put him in charge of all the brands, maybe maybe I would buy. <laughs> um, it seems like everything Justin does, I really dig. I like his strategies and marketing and the stuff that he does, but pretty much everything else, eh, I'm not, uh, it's just, yeah, is it going to, it's going to make money? It's, I'm, I'm going to probably make, you know, a few bucks a year on that stock, but it's not enough. I don't have enough skin in the game for that. It's not enough. It's not exciting enough for me. So I'm going to sell. All right, uh, Bear, I'm going to go to you first on this one. Uh, along the same lines, Altidus, Altidus USA. Well, I know uh, Santa Clara Allen is, is in the chat, so he's got the spotlight on me, and he's probably ready to throw some Yankee lobs at me for being <laughs> a Red let Sox the, Don't fan, let so. the pinstripes influence what you think. Don't, oh, I don't. don't. Trust me. Believe me. Screw um, the Yankees. Um, absolutely. third. Um, so unlike general, I think where you have a lot, a multitude of interesting people commanding these brands in general, you have really two dominant forces in Altidus. You have Rafael Nodal and then of course AJ is doing a lot of stuff for them too from uh, Jordan's point from the company before. Um, Rafael is is an absolutely incredible individual and I think he's a guiding light in that company uh, like no one before him. Um, and I think I'll, I'll Tadis, frankly, makes cigars more for the cigar smoker than general in the last few years. Mm. I know that sounds weird because, you know, Emmett mentioned Macanudo, which is like the most popular cigar on the planet. Um, But if you're looking at overall releases from the last few years, and there's nothing to suggest that their consistency in that performance will deteriorate. um, Altadis' cigars have just been better overall. And if they've is as they continue to stay on that path and perhaps get even better, they're going to capture people in the world that which we dwell in, which is more of the boutique realm a little bit. Um, and I think that that is why Altadas will ultimately be very successful in the future. So they are they are and from Rob's point on Davidoff, they are an aggressive buy for me. All right, Emmett, your thoughts? Yeah, totally agree. Um, I think Raphael was a huge positive hire for them. Definitely, um, you know, steered the ship in the right direction. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm more excited about releases coming out of there than I have been in the past. So I think that's that's a good thing. I think it's a buy. Um, 
the the new Epic has a lot of really good buzz behind it. Uh, the Monte Cristo. Um, trying to think of some other new releases, but er- everything that has come out of there recently has has tasted really good. Um, and I feel like Raphael brings the energy behind it. Um, and it's it's another one of those brands that's just huge that you almost have to have in your humidor. So you have that kind of backbone uh, where I don't feel like it's going anywhere. And I feel like it's a solid investment, but it's not going to give you a huge return. But again, I'm, I'm probably going to buy it and put it in my 401k. All right. Uh, Robbie. I am in lockstep. Bear, who you're showing on the camera right now. <laughs> I'm in lockstep with Bear. It's, it's, no, I... Jordan, whenever I can dig at you, I my one dig, mistake. You know, even you know, I I, I love you and everything, but <laughs> I, I, I always, whenever I see it, I, I get a jab. But no, I'm in lockstep with Bear. I think that they are the 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 Bizarro general, uh, the anti general. If if you're Catholic, uh, they are <laughs> they're, they're they're pushing it. I mean, I I went for the for the, the for the comic books and the Catholics. You know, I mean, it's, it's I figure I, I touched every base. The they are pushing it in the right direction. I think with I, I there's been there's been some some folks who were who were with them who have now moved on to move to work with other companies who I think uh, you know they probably should have tried to hang on to. But at the same time, I think they have the right personnel in the right place to push their brands brands plural. Uh, in the right direction, it's a it's a buy for me. It might not be quite as strong as a foundation buy, but it's a buy. All right, Jordan. Um, yeah, I think you know if if I like ten percent of the cigars that General makes, I like fifty percent of the cigars that Altus makes. That's and what I'm saying. That's enough. And even the ones I don't like, they they have a good direction. And Altus is able to. They got the cojones to come out with like an H. Upman 175th. Like that can mm-hmm. happen. That can't. That doesn't ever happen with General, and um, because of that, the and they Raphael, don't do anniversaries. Raphael Nodal is the coolest dude in the world, and I I actually trust that he knows what he's doing, and I'm gonna go buy on this one. Yeah, yeah I, you guys have said it all. Uh, everybody had great comments. I think everybody had a little bit of a different take on this one, slightly, but you all had the same conclusion. It's a buy for me as well, Raphael. To me, is to me I see him as sort of like the Justin uh, Williams. Even that Justin plays such a small part in general, whereas Raphael plays such a big part in yep. Altadas. So, I I would buy. You know, yesterday I had a uh, the Monte Cristo Espada. It was it was a fantastic scar. Now, yeah. granted, it was completely wrapped in bands. <laughs> I couldn't find That's the eighty percent. I could I couldn't find the cigar. Where's the beef? I couldn't find <laughs> I couldn't find the cigar in the bands. But when I did eventually. When I did eventually, you know, uh, traverse my way through thousands of pounds of paper and pulled off the bands, it was a great cigar. Yeah, it's a really good cigar. It was an excellent cigar. I I tend to like what they're doing uh, a lot, and so uh, I'm going to buy on that one. All right, just two left. Just two left. Now, the next one, I'm going to start with Emmett. Oh, boy. Emmett, would you buy, hold, or sell uh, Drew Estate stock? Yeah, of course. Oh, man, that's a super tough one. Um... Let me kind of think through it as I go. Like, they they always have a cult following. They, I mean, they're bigger than a cult following. Like everybody smokes through estate. They're they're one of those huge companies, of course. Um, but lately, you know, they've they pulled out of the trade shows. They've been canceling events. Like it, that really stuck in the wrong place with a lot of people when they canceled DE twenty five. That was really disappointing. Uh, so I I I do feel like that is kind of shaky but it's probably still a buy for me just because i have confidence in in what they're doing 
um, that they're going to write the ship. But yeah, d- it's definitely not a uh, a super confident buy just because of recent events. And I feel like I don't know. It's it's of course their prerogative to to cancel things for safety reasons. But I feel like not not everybody has made those decisions with regard to events, and I feel like that kind of had some backlash. All right. Uh, Robbie, what are your thoughts on Drew Estate? Uh, just one real quick uh, about Rafael Nodal. It's kind of like the uh, the John Favreau. Of yeah, events. right, right. Right? You know, he, he John Favreau has, for those of the uninitiated, Elf. Uh, to, to use one of Randy's favorite terms, uh, has resuscitated the... the uh, Star Wars franchise with Baby Yoda, basically. But uh, I think Rafael Nodal is kind of on the same track. And I think that General has those people in place. They could just put them in charge and have that happen. Uh, to get back to Drew Estate, you know, I think this is a buying opportunity for one yeah. of the bigger companies that's out there. Uh, I'm going to agree with Doug and, and <laughs> say that, uh, you know, I, I get it. The canceled events, that's not really... It's a global pandemic. It's not really something they decided on. It's just that they're they're trying to be responsible. They did though. You, you don't see everybody well, pulling out like that. No, I I understand. They're just trying to be responsible, and I respect that as a company. Uh, and you're going to get differing opinions, and I get that. But for me, if if this is an opportunity where the uh, uh, the oh, let me hold on my microphone, put it right <laughs> there. You there, go. there. That's where I want it. Um, if this is an opportunity for me to buy into uh, a company that I feel like is maybe the strongest in the cigar industry, I'm, I'm with the strongest financial backing with some of the, the best people in the industry, uh, excluding Jack hire. But, you know, <laughs> you know there's, I, I always got to dig Jack. I, if look, if I can dig Jordan, I'm going to dig Jack. It's always, it's 100%. But, um, it's a buy for me. Like it, they're, they're, the year of the rat was was delicious. Uh, what what's the year? This year is year of the what? Well, you got the H ninety nine coming. The ox was the, the, ox. the H, yeah. year of the ox H ninety nine. I haven't smoked either of those yet, but H ninety nine is whoever could, could put some of those in my is, hands. Yeah. But uh, next I, week, I imagine that those cigars are phenomenal, um, and you know I, they've just done it so long and they've done it so well. And they've built on so many different sides of this industry. This industry isn't just premium cigars. It's flavored cigars. It's all that stuff in between. And they've done all of that. And they've they've kind of built it. Much like, I think, when you, you want to talk about who who made limited editions a thing, it's kind of, I think that was Pete. I think Tatuaje kind of did that. But Drew Estate has made premium cigars a thing. Like, they really did that. And I have nothing but faith that they're going to keep doing it. I'm buying, buy, 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 strong buy. All right, Bear. I think, I think we have to look at Drew Estate and and look at it from a very interesting lens because the the FDA is not going anywhere, and there have been some really monumental victories in the cigar industry's corner in the last eighteen months, which are to be commended, um, which have put concerns regarding Jewish state at bay for the time being. Um, but the, the flavored element and the disregard of this industry's attitude towards the non-traditional cigar market is very concerning and very alarming. Uh, and I think that that, that should give one at least pause when they're looking at Drew estate, because that is such an overwhelming 
part of their portfolio and a part of their power. That being said, um, the innovation that Drew Estate continues to um, that continues to move forward with, despite that hanging over their heads, and despite the fact that they are continuing to innovate in really interesting ways. And by interesting, I mean they really aren't coming out with a lot of brands. You know, we mentioned the H99 and everything, but that's a takeoff of an, an existing brand. They really haven't built anything brand spanking new with the ex exception of some of Willie Herrera's stuff. Um, but we need to look at the people. And the people there, again, I guess despite Jack Hire. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, Beautiful, um, thank you. Of course, uh, um, are are incredible folks, and there's incredible leadership starting at the top with Glenn Wolfson. And that has that's a man with a vision, um, and he's backed with the influence and the guidance of Drew of Jonathan Drew, who's still part of the company. No, he's not head of it anymore, but he's still part of it, and he's still a guiding light in that in that company. Um, despite the pause that concerns may give somebody. I am 100% in agreement with Rob on this one that I am buying, I am buying aggressively and I will buy anyone who wants to sell 10 times over um, because I think Drew wow. Estate is going to be at top or near the top of this industry for decades and decades to come. All right. Bear, uh, Bear you said that much more eloquently wow. than I did. <laughs> But I am nailed it. You nailed it. Very, Absolutely nailed it. Very strong words. Jordan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm pretty bummed about their decision to pull out of these events. Um, obviously, I love the people. Obviously, I love the cigars. Amazing. But I kind of got to vote with my dollar. I, I, I'll say hold, and that's not as exactly voting. It's voting with my dollar to an extent. I'm not buying. Uh, and let them know that I don't like what they're doing. Uh, Disagree with Robbie. I don't think we're in a pandemic when there's, to a statistical significant perspective, it's a different topic. There different is topic. not a pandemic going on, uh, and I don't. I completely disagree with what they did, and I don't think that even the bigger companies outside of the cigar industry are doing that. I think that it is pretty, is pretty drastic. Yeah, I, I mean, how do I how do I have confidence to go to their event when they bring it back next year? I'm gonna go. To, I, I'm gonna I, buy a ticket I, to go to the event next year, and they when they. When they did this? Can I buy your shares? No, because I'm I'll holding. I'll split them. He's <laughs> holding them with you. He's not yeah. selling. I'm let's try to get, we need to convince him, Rob. We need to convince him to sell. Let's just, so let's just, <laughs> okay, so I, I, I'm going to see Jordan in like, I don't know how many hours. Uh, I'll hold him down, yeah, and we'll just keep. I'll keep kicking him until he sells, and then Bear will split it. <laughs> and 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 Jordan will get Jordan will giggle the whole time. Um, <laughs> but wait a second, Jordan's let me stay at his house. That's so true. Maybe, uh, maybe not. Uh, all the all the better on the, on the way to out. I might sell, pop man. that air mattress story. while you're sleeping. I I have to. Uh, I hate to just agree with Jordan, but I I do agree with Jordan. First of all, I love the people. I, they're great. They they make some of the best cigars. I'm torn on this one because the H99 is so good, and I, I'll disagree with Bear a little bit. Just because it's an extension of the uh, League Series, it is an entirely different cigar. Entirely. Yep. It is absolutely fantastic. Same it, with Underground 10. It could theoretically... I have no doubt that this the H99 next year, if it, when it hits that in the, the 2022 year-end ratings, it's probably going to be... Top, top three five. or or maybe higher on a lot of lists. So th 
for that, like that makes me want to buy. But Drew Estate is an event company. They're an event company. That's what they do. Remember, when they backed out of PCA, it was like, hey, we can do our own events. We, we don't need the PCA. We can do our own events. And then they canceled all of those events. That's very disconcerting uh, to me. So, like, I have to hold at best um, because I, I want to see if they can, you know, actually have events. Like, that's, yeah. their, that's their marketing strategy. If you have a marketing strategy and then you cancel that marketing strategy... It's tough. It's tough, right? Um, it's, so it's, I, it's a fair. It's a fair point. It's yeah, a fair yeah. point. Right. So, I'll, I'll, but I'll buy your shares too. Okay, <laughs> uh, but I'm holding, so you can't buy them. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is the this is the last one. I'm going to start with Bear. Now, this is not a cigar brand, <laughs> but it is a brand, and it is uh, the Premium Cigar Association. Bear, do you buy? <laughs> do you hold? Or do you sell in the Premium Cigar Association based on where we are right now? That look says it all. Dude, bear. Well, no, I, no, I just keep getting I the tough ones, more time? <laughs> do I, I could buy you more time and talk about, Your you hat. know, horror movies from the 1980s, if you like. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm hat, just what, trying to help. I saw the lot of police on hat. You got the crowned heads hat you're wearing? We were talking about hats for <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, you, know, you want me to turn it around? Then I'll give you 30 seconds. Yeah, sure, yeah. Let's do that. I'll do this. Yeah. It's nice. It's a good hat. Fantastic. Oh, it's, it's very nice. It looks I like good. It. This is a sweet hat. All right. It's Beautiful. a good hat. Beautiful. It's a good hat. I, I've worn this on many a show, and it's uh, it fits nicely. It's made by our good friends at New Era. And, Bear, I don't know how much time you need me to buy you, but I'll keep talking. <laughs> until... <laughs> no, this, Bear, you've got all this, brother, and I, I love you, man. And uh, now you're on your own. I appreciate it. Um, thank you, Rob. Uh, this is always a this is always a hot button topic, right? Regardless, the PCA is the PCA. I I is the equivalent of the president of the United States. At oh. any given time, half the country loves you and half the country hates you. It is that extreme. It is that polarizing. And so this is such a this is such a difficult difficult topic because. They hold all the cards. They hold all the keys. And there are so many times that I disagree with things that they do. And there's so many times that I agree with what they're doing. They have pissed me off so much in the last few years. They have also made me proud so many times over the last few years. And it it is the hardest question to answer. And it is the most unfortunate answer to give because I know... Eric is sitting over there saying, say something sexy and hot and give me a hot take. <laughs> and I, I just get him. I really can't do anything but hold. Wow. That's a lot of buildup for that. <laughs> Whoa. Jeez. It is. It, it's a lot. Of, it's a, so I dramatic. Can't do anything but hold. Because, because, listen, there is, again, it is, it is, it, 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 it's always going to be a hold unless something happens. And they haven't shown us that something's going to happen, mm. in, and they haven't shown us something's not going to happen. So how do you say sell, and how do you say buy? And that that is, it's th- God. This is the hardest question of the night, and it's the shittiest answer that I've given. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's a hold for me. I really like Scott Pierce. I love his leadership. They need to take him off the leash. They need to let him go to town and go to bat for this industry. This industry will be better for it. 
They need to let new members of the board like Jay Davis off their leash and let them bring a new generation of board members to bring this bring this industry to be and can be. That is my take. All That's right, all. Emmett Malone, Blind Man's Puff, the Premium Cigar Association. Yeah, it's a d unfortunately a definite sell for me. Uh, there's just been too many missteps in the, in the last few years, and I, I will say that the, the, the show this year was a good show for what it was. The people that were there were happy. Uh, people were selling cigars, but attendance was not good. Uh, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. And I, PCA is not going to, or not, excuse me, TPE is knocking at the door. And I think if they're not careful, TPE is going to take over. And it's just, there's just been too many things with CigarCon and, and the big four pulling out and them not really appeasing them for this year. And it doesn't look like much in the future. Um, I don't know what the, I don't know how they make money going forward. And I don't think that. I haven't seen anything lately that shows improvement, so it's too scary for me to buy. It's, there's been so many mistakes. I think it's a sell. Uh, uh, Robbie Raz. Four is coming back next year. Robbie Raz. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Bear, Bear Which one? Bear, what did you say? Which one? What'd you say one there? of the big Bear? four is coming back next year, guaranteed. Which one? Lock. Stone Cold Lip Pipe Lock. Yeah, I mean, back. I, I think I know the one that you're thinking is coming back for sure, but is, is one enough. But anyway, Robbie, yeah. we'll go to Robbie. What do you think, Robbie? You know what? I, I think that uh, everybody said that PCA, and there's a lot of people who back PCA that I respect. Uh, everybody said that P PCA was success this year. Um, from the perspective, and now I'm going to preface all of this with saying that I'm not a, a manufacturer nor am I a retailer. But this show was tragic. It was tragic. We walked through Eric. You were Eric Jordan. You were standing right next to me as we walked through uh, how many feet of unused yep. space that to, just to get to the opening night uh, extravaganza gala, whatever you want, want to call it, which was fine. It wasn't anything special. It was fine, but we had to walk through. I mean, put up some drapes, put up some, some something so I don't see all this empty space that I'm walking mm -hmm. through that should have retailers in it that doesn't. And I walk into this event that it, my barrier my barrier was, barrier was set so low that if I walked in there, and as long as somebody didn't kick me in the nuts, it was going to be okay. <laughs> it was, like, seriously, I, I, and I'm not trying to kick somebody while they're down, and I understand that PCA is down, and they've had a lot to deal with. This show was tragic. This was, I, Eric, we've been doing this long enough yeah. to know that, that we saw 25, maybe 30% of a show floor. And we've also been doing this long enough to see that, that TPE has taken that step to uh, what they did in 21, which I wasn't there, and I, I took your word for it, and I watched Randy dancing in a pool. <laughs> Nobody was... And, it, I, and as much as we want to make a joke, nobody was dancing in any pools at this opening night gala. No, it was, it was, it was sad. It was a, just a little bit sad. And I mean, and maybe they'll say that the that you know. Then there's some retailers that are going to say, hey, or not retailers, but uh, manufacturers say, hey, I hope the big four don't come back because I did a ton of business this year. And that's fine, and I'm glad that it, people are doing business. I want this industry to succeed. But 
PCA is not pointing us in the right direction, man. There's a, I don't know much about Scott Pierce and I don't know much about his leadership abilities. I haven't really had a lot of uh, interaction with him one-on-one, but someone, and maybe it's him, I, I don't know, but someone needs to be able to lead this, this association and this industry in the right direction. And this trade show, now, all this stuff, everything worldwide, the pandemic, whether you want to call it a pandemic or not, I, I get it. There's a lot of things that we're all fighting against. And, and small business and every retailer is a small business for the most part uh, is, is fighting the same battles. But they've done nothing to make anybody feel like, hey, we're moving in the right direction. It was. It seemed like the bar was set so low that nobody died on the show floor so it was a success <laughs> there were no fires like like, <laughs> like, to, like to me that that sorry bear i'll get to you in a second but to me that was just like like come on man like we we, we got in and we got out safely that was it we can do better than that there's this is a billion dollar industry there's so much money flowing in and out of this industry there's people spend a lot of money on cigars they spend a lot of money to create cigars and PCA is just not providing this platform for us to grow in the way that they were four or five years ago, seven, eight years ago. I saw, I've been there when trade shows were, that, that whole empty space that we walked through was full. And it was full of places. And these were, and I, I'm not saying that we need to have these gigantic booths and all that. I think PCA or TPE is on to something with these smaller uh, footprints and they're bringing in you know, alternative products, if that's what we want to call it. Um, there's money out there that could be could be flown into this industry, that could flow into this industry and can make that trade show much, much, much better. It was PCA, the trade show this year was sad. It was the saddest one I've been to in, I think this was my 10th show, 12th show, 13th show. I don't know how many it's been. Eric, you, you know, we've been at the same amount. It was just sad. And I just feel like, Maybe and Bear, you said that there, there, there's some restraints on Scott Pierce, and I, I, again, I don't know him personally, and maybe he's the guy. I don't know, but somebody needs to take this and right the ship, and so far it hasn't happened. Yeah. Well, if you wanted to see drapes, Rob, why didn't you just go to the warped or Caldwell booths? <laughs> oh, fair. Ooh, wow. Well, hey. well, the warped booth had no drapes; it was just empty with garbage on the ground. That's fair. Did the, maybe, did the carpet match the drapes? Hey, oh. <laughs> But maybe, but no, I bear. I understand what you're saying, and it's. But I, I also wonder if the reaction from the manufacturer is due to the amount of effort that's put in by whoever is running the show. Robbie, did you say buy, sell, or hold, hold? Oh, did I? Oh, I'm selling. I don't yeah, know if I. Okay. Did. Yeah. I thought I made it. I thought I made it. Pretty well, it was implied, I guess. Yeah, I, was, I just wanted to make sure. It's pretty clear. I, I was. I wasn't going to use. I wasn't going to drop an f bomb like bear, because my beard isn't long enough for f bombs. <laughs> but I'll, I'll say that you know maybe, and I turned my hat around, so now I'm I'm more respectable. But uh, that's not a thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, not it's a, a thing. Sell, it, it's a sell for me. I, I feel like we just we we need leadership to take us into. We're in a different world than we were five years ago, and and they haven't made any changes. They're pretending like nothing's different, and it's not right. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, thoughts? I'll do mine the opposite way of Robbie and say this is the easiest sell of the whole night. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I disagree with Bear a little bit that they're like the president. I think the media sees them as the president, and everyone else doesn't care. Uh, more like Congress. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I mean, <laughs> why die a slow and painful death? I mean, call it quits. Let two organizations come in that can do the same thing better. Let one be in a legislative legislative. Uh, effort and let one be a trade show. Um, you know, I'm, I'd I'd rather buy Spotify and Dropbox than Google Suite uh, because they can both. Spotify <laughs> focuses on music and Dropbox focuses on the the storage, um, and they do it a lot better. Uh, nice analogy. Yeah. Nice analogy. I was take, taking a cue from Robbie there with Robbie's analogies. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a definite so. You know what's crazy, guys, is uh, up until last year it was what the IPCPR. What is that? The International Premium Cigar Pipe Pipe Retailers Retailers Association. It's a retailers association, but doesn't it seem like they lean almost entirely, Emmett, on the manufacturers? Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, and that's not to mention how much they neglect the media. Is this a a retail association? Is it a manufacturers association? Why, Why are they leaning so hardly on the manufacturers to make this happen? They should be leaning... Way more hard on the, the, the retailers. This is their businesses. This is all the brick-and-mortar businesses. But yet, it almost seems like they're leaning on the manufacturers and expecting the retailers just to show up. This is a, a freaking disaster in the in epic proportions. Uh, I can't uh, agree with, uh, Bear, anything that you said about the, the, these guys being the president. I, don't, I see them as almost wholly irrelevant at, at this point. I don't even know if they're Congress. They they might just be like a, you know, uh, a, a group in in some state somewhere that Congress has a is pretty relevant too. You know, so they're a cult. I, I don't. <laughs> I I'm, I I couldn't be more depressed about it. I want it to succeed, but I feel like they are. I don't know. I'm not going to put blame on anybody. I don't know who who. Um, that, that's not my that's not my position to put blame on anybody. I don't know whose fault it is, but whosever fault it is, every single turn that they do seems to be the wrong turn. And so I couldn't sell this stock fast enough. Yep. I couldn't sell it fast enough. And I would say, like, you know, it, I know they changed the name to Premium Cigar Association, so maybe, the, maybe they're trying to say, hey, we're not really a retailer association anymore. And that's probably true. Yeah. Because they don't, it doesn't seem to be like, hey, retailers, you guys just show up. We're going to push the manufacturers we're going to try to squeeze every dollar out of the manufacturers that we can and that it's just not it's not a successful strategy yeah there's like there's really no incentive for retailers to even come anymore when when manufacturers can give the same deals to everyone anytime like there's no there's no real reason to come to the show anymore when it can all be done virtually i think that the the the, the focus should be I, I i like to see what jordan said and i've been a big proponent of that is just separate the separate the powers um uh, the legislative aspect and the trade show make a trade show that just functions, and then let people, um, uh, you know, support the different things the way that they should instead of trying to like, hey, this all this money's fungible. We just take it in, and some of it we put to legislative. That's why you pay so much. It's just a disaster in every single stretch of the imagination. I can't, <laughs> I can't think of like a good thing to say at this point. I I have to agree with Robbie one hundred percent that yeah. it was. The most depressing, the most depressing show that I've ever trade show. And I've been to other trade shows besides cigar I've trade been shows. To, like low level trade shows that like put on a better effort. Yeah. So all right. So well, we we be. I do. Uh, can yeah. I? Can yeah. Go ahead, Bear. Two two quick points that to, to some two things that Emmett said. I I would I would dis I would disagree on a couple of points. I think the effort. I, I think in years past, I think your point on uh, 
the retailer not having to go to the trade show because they were given the same uh, latitude and leadway, um, you know, if they didn't attend, uh, I think is historically accurate. I think this year there was a very, there was a large concerted effort to, for a lot of companies and they carried through with PCA exclusives only. And they were PCA exclusives that were very attractive. I agree well. with you to an extent. Um, like they did. Bear, there was there was a, a booth that was supposed to be for the exclusive, and it was it, it was yeah, they yeah, they, up. it right. was empty. They, they did do right. that, but <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't enough. It needs to be a unilateral philosophy. To, that, no, that's to, different. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a fair point. And then the other thing about media being neglected by them again, historically yeah. accurate as well. But there was a there was a very big effort this year for them to include media in a lot of things they were very transparent mm. in a lot of ways they they have too not too been little in the past. yeah i, I kind of it's it's kind of or, or, or a step in the right direction if maybe but still the, you compare that you compare that to the way tpe treats the media it is night and day they it's, literally it's, they invite the media to come they want you to be there they put you up in a hotel they give you your own space at the trade show to put your crap so you don't have to lug it around like there's just none of those little things that they could do for us and we still and have they're to only doing this because the TPE did that, right? Like, and they're we not to, like we have to pay yeah. to go there. We still have to pay the same as everyone else, which I'm fine with. But give us, give us our dues, like give us a reason to cover it and give you good press, you know. All right, boys, uh, that was an amazing. Uh, we've we've gone two hours. We never do that, Jordan. Uh, we only no. go. We, we typically go one hour, <laughs> sixty minutes. But we I, cut out. Really, a, we cut out a bunch of brands. That's a long one. It's, we cut out. That's, that's my fault. Yeah, that was totally I'm, bear. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> well, no, that was me too. But yeah. bear has the pregnant pause at the beginning of every. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, we could have cut out a half hour of the show if we just wouldn't have talked about hats. I think we talked right. about hats for yeah, thirty minutes. A lot of hat talk. Uh, guys, I, we got to get to our first impressions. Uh, real quick, it. I'm going to start. Uh, my first impression of the CAO Flathead V21. It's a decent cigar. It's way overpriced, in my opinion. And um, there's nothing wrong with the flavor. I've had to relight it several times, but that could just could be because it's new. Uh, I'm going to give this cigar a 83 is my rating. Ooh. An 83, the V21 CAO Flathead. Uh, it's certainly not terrible. It's a little bit bigger of a ring gauge than I would like. Uh, but I'm going to give it a 83. Uh, Jordan, what do you have for the Avo Caribe? Caribe! This cigar was pretty dang good. Uh, I didn't think I mentioned the price. It's ten ninety to twelve ninety. That uh, sounds about right. Um, very refreshing, medium bodied. It held true to like the Caribbean clean, like refreshing vibe. Like a lot of um, a lot of like tea, um, sort of like a like a when you get like the fruity kind of tea notes to it. Uh, a lot of aromatic kind of uh, notes to it, and uh, I will give it a ninety. Oh, and well, 90. That's pretty wow. good. That's pretty that's good pretty Jordan. from Jordan. Yeah. It's pretty good. Jordan doesn't typically give anything over an 85. Yeah. So that's pretty high uh, from Jordan. Uh, Bear, what are your thoughts on the Cavalier? Yeah, the B2 uh, Cavalier Geneva, uh, B2 Halaba Viso. I, I've smoked this down to the absolute end here. Uh, I can re- enjoyed it considerably. At $875, $9 uh, for this price point on this Fatola, I think it's a seller buy. I really enjoyed the, the the flavor transitions. I thought it was the smoke output was great. The construction was phenomenal, um, and uh, the despite being Jalapa Viso on the wrapper, it had a nice nice kick to it. So I'm gonna go a 90 as well. Wow. Um, I'm typically a little bit conservative too, but I'm gonna go a 90 as well. On my first impression, I really enjoyed it. Well done, Sebastian. 
All right, uh, Emmett, what did you think of the crown heads that you smoked? Yeah, so I had the crown heads, La Petitie. Uh It was really, really, really good for the first two-thirds. Um, it had a really unique kind of musky flavor to it uh, that you don't see in a lot of cigars. Uh, it's kind of hard to describe, but it was really, really like cedary and musky. I don't know if that, if that resonates with you, but it, that's what it was. It was good. The final third got kind of hot. I had to do some touch-ups, so that, that hurt its score. Um, I'm probably going to give it like an 89 just because that final third was kind of rough. Uh, if it hadn't been for that, it would have been, you know, uh, lower 90s. But it was really good. I definitely want to try it again. Um, and for What's the price again? It was like 10.50, I think. I think that's a reasonable reasonable price for that. It was good. All right. Uh, Robbie, your thoughts on the Fiat Lux? Fiat Lux from our friends at Ace Prime. This I'm, I'm down to the, the nub here Nubbing in the roach clip. Oh, yeah. Lo- roach clip to get this done. Uh, a lot of, I got a lot of like sourdough bread crust, a little bit of uh, kind of buttered toast kind of vibe. There's some cabinet spices in there. This this cigar fits in that medium profile that just with a ton of flavor that really resonates with me personally. I, I'm, you know, which one? The size, this was the genius, a five and a half by 52, which Price point was eight seventy five to ten seventy five, so I'm guessing this is around nine fifty. Um, I, I I dug it a lot. It paired really really well with this Diplomatico rum that I was sipping on. Uh, I'm going in the low nineties, maybe ninety one, ninety two wow. ish oh area. And this and this was a this was a this was a show sample. I think everybody who went to that party after you walked through the depressing area of emptiness <laughs> and got into the party, you got one of these cigars, and it was in that pack, and that's where this came from. So, you know, be out there, but, you know, it's in the low 90 area. It was a very, very nice cigar. Really, really enjoyed it. There we go, folks. That's the uh, leaderboard up on your screen right now. Only um, one real bummer, huh? Uh, Robbie gave the Lux Fiat a 91, which is a very high score. Um, I think it's Fiat Lux. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we got that backwards. <laughs> sorry, that's, that's backwards. backwards. That's Whoops. backwards. That's my fault. By the way, I made that. I made that screen. <laughs> I made that screen. So that's totally me. Uh, Emmett gave an eighty-nine to the new Crown Heads that uh, show exclusive La Pat. What do you say? Patissier. Patissier. Uh, Bear gave a very high score uh, to the Cavalier uh, Jalapa Aviso. Um, Jordan gave a, a very high score for Jordan. Now a ninety. From Jordan is sort Huge. of like a is sort of like a ninety nine from 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 from, from, Willie, from William not, Cooper. It's not that good. From, I mean, it's, from, from Barry Stein. It's good. Yeah, yeah right. See, look, I, I look for stuff to enjoy in a cigar. Jordan looks for stuff to not like in a cigar. Not ah, quite as bad as that's, Aaron Lewis, oh, but no. on that on that on that vibe. Though. That's Maybe. why that's why we make a good team. And uh, <laughs> I gave an eighty three to the uh, CEO, which is a fine cigar, but it's a little overpriced. Uh, for for its performance. Hey, uh, Bear, for the folks listening and watching on Facebook, how can they find you and your show, your podcast? I've been on. Where it's do you a great, get your reviews? It's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a great podcast. Tell folks uh, about your podcast and how they can find you. Well, first of all, let's talk about my stellar writing that is edited by the stellar edit, editor uh, of Cigar Dojo, uh, Jordan Gatormson, uh, where I publish my reviews is on Cigar Dojo. And, um, but, uh, you can find my podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts and the podcast name is hashtag El Oso Fumar takes the smoking bear takes. 
You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts, YouTube. Uh, but I broadcast live on Facebook every Sunday. We have an episode with Mr. Ram Rodriguez of El Artista Cigars. Oh, uh, I love this Ram. Sunday. Ram's the best. He's a great guy. Should, should be fun. So, and you can find me on all uh, on on Instagram and Twitter on Ellis Fumar, and you can find my Facebook page Ellis Fumar as well on Facebook. Thank you. Hey, uh, Bear. Thank you so much for joining us, Emmett. You have a huge week coming up. You, yes. We, we alluded to it earlier in the show. You're going to be uh, giving out uh, cigars to Blind Review at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. You're wrapping some 1,200 cigars personally. Yep. But uh, just talk a little bit. Uh, recently, you uh, rebranded the site, which is super cool. You've got some of that garb on right now. Uh, yeah. Tell folks how they can find you. Yeah, brand new logo, new merch. You can buy it all at Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Um Blindmanspuff.com, yeah, we recently redid the whole site. It's a lot faster, user-friendly, better search, dark mode, all that cool stuff. Uh, so we, we post three reviews a week. Check them out. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram also. Uh, but most importantly, come by the booth at Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Uh, in addition to the, uh, the, the awesome blind tasting we're doing, we're going to be giving away a crap ton of stuff. Mm. So if you review the cigar at the show, we're going to have a prize wheel that we spin and you're going to win a bunch of really neat stuff, including like a really awesome humidor. So come to the booth. There Wait, we go, real folks. Real quick, oh. uh, Patrick Larkin asks, he asked it for me, but what would you guys pay for the Cohiba M? Mm. Uh, the Cohiba M, what would I pay for that? I would say that's a eight I'd say 15 Really? 15. I, yeah, I mean, that's... You would pay $15 oh, for that? Okay, the first one I smoked was not good. The, I would the pay second one was way better, and it, it rated pretty well in our blind test. I'd pay 9 bucks. I don't know. Bear, bear, bear. I've I've only smoked one, and I smoked it in the desert in Las Vegas. Uh, so that's not necessarily the the best avenue of choice. But uh, I would say, I'd say fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Wow. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Robbie <laughs> doesn't get a. a well, he, he just said no, he, he, I, he said he I never smoked it. Never, oh, okay. I've he never said, smoked. His it opinion is invalid. Uh, I'm, I'm on, <laughs> but what I'm, would you pay I'm for it though? Based on the buzz alone. Totem pole. $76. Ooh. <laughs> okay. All right, Robbie, I'm going to let you uh, take some of this end part here uh, because you have a big show next Wednesday and something, go- or something going on Friday as well. Yeah. So, uh, so talk about Flavor Odyssey and the beer tour. Yes, Flavor Odyssey. We've got the first annual. Hopefully this is a thing that happens for the next, God, until I'm in the grave. thousand years. The Flavor the fla- yes, thousand. Well, that's way past. I mean, <laughs> I mean, medicine's come a long way, but I don't know about a thousand years. But uh, we've got Randy put this all together. Randy is my partner on uh, Cigar uh, Dojo with the Flavor Odyssey. If you, I'm sure you've watched the show. Hundred fifty percent of you have watched, of course. Watch, of course. <laughs> uh, we have a beer tour going on this Friday. I, Eric, you said what? There was like three or four spaces yeah, left. That's correct. They're probably uh, gone now. You, uh, yeah, they, they may be, but I'll, I'll, I'll chime in here with where we're going to go. If I can buy myself a few seconds while I scroll through. Bear, buy him time. See. Go, Bear, go. Talk about your Bear. hat, quick. Yeah, I've helped you out. Uh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, Rob, while he's pulling up those amazing brands, check out the Flavor Odyssey, a fantastic show. Uh, the mouthfeel is wonderful. Yes. And you should absolutely. definitely check it out because they, they it's a really great – uh, segment of personalities between Rob's uh, somewhat seriousness and Randy's, but it's it's a lot of fun. They do great pairings. It's one of the highlights of my week. So check out Flavor. You, you dropped mouthfeel, so I know you've watched the show, <laughs> uh, Bear. I appreciate that. On a Friday, we are going to beer 
Bierstadt House. Jordan, say it for me. Uh, I don't know. I've never Bierstadt. <laughs> Bierstadt. You Bierstadt. say it so oh, much better oh, than I do. Oh, Bierstadt. yeah. It's the Bierstadt House. <laughs> Perfect. I, I, well, you can Be- have your Perfect. first beer. <laughs> yes, we're going to Bierstadt Lager House, and we're going to Epic Brewing. We're going to Ratio Brewing after that. It's about a four-hour uh, endeavor. It's going to be. I, I'm excited because we're going to have a couple of a, a couple of uh, uh, buses, as uh, Eric uh, alluded to earlier. The uh, Team Robbie bus is already full. There are a few spots on the Team Randy bus <laughs> if you want to uh, to Get bottom feed. But yes, I, I'm, I'm all about the nose feel, really. But it, it's you know it's going to be exciting. Thirty five bucks. Uh, gets you to all these places you're on your own for the beer uh but it's going to be uh, a, a ton of fun really looking forward to that uh and then we have next wednesday is the we're going to do this is the first time randy and i will be in the same studio in wow i don't know how long years and then it's the first time that that uh flavor odyssey will be Fully from the Cigar Dojo Studios. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a whole bunch of firsts this next coming Wednesday. Wildcard episode. We'll get to you with what the pairing is going to be uh, uh, relatively soon. When I say relatively, I'm just waiting on Randy for that one. He's got uh, some stuff going on in his personal life. All kinds of moving parts going on there. Um, but this was a ton of fun. I really enjoyed it. I, I you know, I talked to Bear. Bear, we communicate daily, right? We've got this little, we've got this little cigar baseball uh, Facebook group, Coop and Aaron Loomis, and we've got a couple of uh, industry guys, Hector and uh, Miguel there, and it's just a ton of fun. And it's this is one of the few times that we don't talk a lot in person, though. Mm-hmm. And That's I just, true. I'm, I'm always reminded about how much I like you. <laughs> As a person, <laughs> I like you, man. Like, do we just no, become like, best like, friends? You guys need bunk beds yes. or something? Like, no, it's it's like we just have a ton of fun, and we, we always talk about baseball. Now, now, really, it's all been about it's all been about the Giants and how much Coop hates Kapler and the Giants are the best team in baseball. I mean, there's that, but it's just been a ton of fun, and it's it's a lot of fun to hang out with you and talk. And and really, I, I see that we see eye to eye and a lot of cigar stuff too. So it was a lot of fun to hang out with you tonight. Um, what else do I need to chime in on? My cigar. The feeling is mutual, Rob. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. The uh, the Fiat Lux really enjoyed it. A lot of I don't, I don't know if I this already. Yeah, you A did. lot of uh, uh, sourdough notes and some baking spices. Very good cigar, ninety ish in my uh, in my realm. Um, but uh, let's let's all get together at uh, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. And Robbie, Fest next you week and I are making cocktails on Wednesday, right? Cocktails. Yes, I have I have to I haven't decided what my cocktail's going to be for the dojo party on Wednesday. I've got so many different options. So you're coming a day early. Cocktails. I, I I like the sauce. I really I like do. I like the sauce. <laughs> I like the I sauce. Like the and, and you like it a pepper? You, like you like it a pepper? It's, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be rum based because I like rum. But Jordan, I'll, I'll get to you on that. It's probably gonna be a dark and stormy, but it's gonna be the the Robbie version of a dark and stormy Ooh, because nice. I tweak it a bit. Five. Extra I tweak dark. It a bit. Yeah, Robbie. Robbie. I. I. I think his nickname in high school was Dark and Stormy. Yes. So, yeah, baby. All right, folks. That's uh, Friday night. We went way, way long. This is literally a Coop style show. Uh, almost, <laughs> almost two and a half hours. Uh, God, I love Coop. Well, I actually wanted Coop to be on the show tonight. 
he was busy uh, doing some some. Uh, he was some, commenting some stuff. though, so I don't yeah. know. Nah, but you know, <laughs> no. Coop is running through yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, he's man. in San Francisco and somewhere. He's good time. Uh, we love Coop. Uh, Coop is the best. But anyways, uh, next week's gonna be huge, guys. It's Friday night. That means share what you're smoking, share what you're drinking on Dojoverse.com. Do some hashtag now playing. We'll have fun all night deep into the night because us guys here at the studio. We gotta practice our cornhole because Tommy Lazuka. Oh, yeah. Tommy Lazuka is coming, coming into town this week. We're gonna take him out, Eric. So we got this. We gotta. We, yeah, Matt and Matt and Jordan might have something to say about that. But uh, <laughs> folks, thanks for joining us. Uh, really appreciate the time. Until next week, remember never, never smoke alone. We'll see you guys next week. Is it fast? Oh, it's fast. What about the options? What about the options? It's got all the options. But, like, what about price? It's got to be expensive. Not expensive at all, man. JR's got the greatest deals on cigars and accessories. Check it out. Oh, wow. Look at these. Oh, look at that deal. It's a good price. What are you guys doing with my car? Your car? I thought this was your car. I thought it was your car. Why would it be my car? I don't know. It's not again. We'll get out, but I'm taking this with a JR on the go. No matter whose car you're in, JR Cigar is there for you.